This is a Danger Entertainment Podcast. DangerEntertainment.net Danger Entertainment Podcast Network. Please note that any comments, jokes, questions, maybe... Anything that we say on the History of Bad Ideas is all in good fun, and remember, we insult everybody. Our thoughts, opinions, questions, anything else, actions that we do on the show do not reflect any of our employers, organizations, advertisers, or anyone else that is associated with the History of Bad Ideas. And remember, at the end of the day, it's just a joke. of Bad Ideas, episode number 238. I'm Jason. I'm Jeff. I am not Blake. Oh, poor Blake's not here. No, he had uh, had to go uh, out of the country to get treated for his uh, uh, Dutch Ent disease. We think he might actually uh, be on the the uh, path of uh, recovery, though. He he might be. Uh, He's in New Zealand. Uh, So, Nikki, if you see him down there, make sure you say hi and then run. Because he was, st- yeah, he might still be contagious, or he'll tell you a story, a very <laughs> long story with no point. But he'll get in your face and yell and scream at you what it yes. is. <laughs> but he doesn't mean it to be mean. He just talks loud. No, that that's just that's what he is. That's him yes. being friendly. We love Blake. Blake's not here this week, so it's just me, Jeff, Jim, and me here. So it's kind of lonely in the studios. We go from like six people one week to four to two to three, so it's a reoccurring. It's a we've never hit. Door. We've never hit twenty six though. No, no. I think we had nine one time, didn't we? Well, we had the round table. Yeah, yeah. Christmas round table. Uh, nine seems but accurate. The the round Christmas round table is always a fun show. It is. It's a lot of drunkenness. A lot of drunkenness. Ah, uh, so uh, we are here. Uh, we want to say thank you again for the bowling for the brave. Uh, Dev, we thanked him last week. Uh, just want to let you know, Pop Culture Podcast did send us some stuff. It's in route. It took two, it's taken two weeks to get to us. Well, that's coming from Canada, right? Correct. I'm going to blame the United States Postal Service. Sure, why not? Uh, I think APANS, uh, had something to do with it. And so, uh, the Postal Service supposedly is going to be delivering it this week or next. We'll see what happens. I blame U.S. Customs. Damn them. Damn them. Yeah, but do we know somebody we personally want to blame in U.S. Customs or do for the uh, post post office? No. Okay. Uh, I do. In Customs, yeah. uh, Brian Ricochet, he is a horrible Customs agent. Horrible. Um, just want to let you know that. Allegedly. Allegedly. Always allegedly. 
Allegedly, there's a Brian Ricochet. <laughs> Please contact us. Does not sound like a made-up name at all. No, 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 no. God damn it. We just lost uh, Brian Ricochet as a listener. But we gained Brian Ricochet's brother, George Ricochet, because he hates him. Uh, let's see here. Um, so that is uh, my up for the week, is pulling for the brave. Uh, anyone else have an up? Jeff? Um... Well, since our softball was rained out this weekend, mm-hmm. Jim and I decided to do a uh, movie double feature Friday night. Oh, what'd you watch? So we got uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Did you guys like that? Yes. yes. Okay. And Incredibles 2. Oh, okay. So you're caught up with me now. Yes. What did you guys think of both of them? I liked both of them. Me personally, didn't think either were better than the original. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, Ant-Man and Wasp was good. Uh Again, I have problems comparing it to the original because I fell asleep watching the original. <laughs> so that's because I was just really tired. Uh, so I won't say yay or nay. I just thought Incredibles 2, I, while it was entertaining, it was uh, way too uh, predictable. predictable. I don't disagree with you on that. Yeah. Especially with the bad guy reveal. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah. I, <laughs> I knew that after 10 minutes. Yes. <laughs> I'm like... I was expecting it to not be that person because that person was so obvious. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, did you like it, though, at least? Incredibles? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. it was enjoyable. But okay. No, no, especially Incredibles, no way is better than the original. Uh, the I, original Incredibles is one of my favorite, all-time favorites of at least the... Uh, Pixar. Well, um, that it might be yeah. number one, Pixar. But I was saying of the 2000s. Okay. Uh Going back, uh, we one of our uh, bad ideas was uh, waiting eight years to make a sequel to a movie. What about waiting 16 years to make a sequel? I did like how the cast apologized for taking that long <laughs> yes, yeah. to make a sequel at the beginning of it. We apologize. Uh, rumor has it that Brad Bird is, make, is in, uh, making a third one uh, pretty soon. So I'm okay with that. Yeah, um, I mean... It, I think now that they're out there, the the superheroes are out there, you can do a lot more to it. Uh, it opens it up a little bit. Uh, but I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, it wasn't... Again, I think the first one's kind of overrated. I still like the first one a lot, but... Nope, I still cry every time I watch the first one. That's just because you're a big baby. You cry in everything. No, I don't. Everything. No. You cried in Pinocchio. No, I really did cry I hate in Pinocchio. Pinocchio. I know I do, too. I was actually rooting for the whale to shoot, uh, kill them all. <laughs> I wanted them to stay donkeys. Oh, God, I hated that world. (laughs) Oh, my God. What I'm hoping for in the uh, next Incredibles is honestly probably just a reflux movie. (laughs) (laughs) I did like like the different superheroes that they had. Uh, I did like the... Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the different superheroes. I like how they used the different power. Like uh, Void. Void was, was probably the best one. Just, you know, it's power you see in comic books or Mm -hmm. whatnot, but... I think used better in that movie than in other comic books or comic movies. I know that's very similar to like Blink's power in mm-hmm. X Men stuff or whatnot, and which I was impressed in. Uh, that would have been Days of Future Past. Days of Future Past when Blink used her powers. I was impressed that they actually I made like, it look pretty cool, but I thought they did better in The Incredibles. Using I like Kitty Pride's time travel ability with somebody's mind. I like that. That was good. That that was yeah. pretty realistic to the book, right? No, well, yeah, they kind of adjusted that. Uh, See, in the, book, in the book, Kitty Pryde was the one who was sent back in time, not I the know. one who sent someone I back. I know. Anyways, 
Uh, so, Amy and the Wasp, you like the first one better, Jeff? I did. Okay. I like this one a whole lot better. I really enjoyed it. Did you like Ghost? Yes, I thought that was a good villain. Ghost was a better villain than Yellow Jacket in the first movie. I'll agree with yes. that. Yellow Jacket really chewed up the scenery in the first one. The yeah. guy that played him, I can't was remember who it was. Stahl? I, I want to say Corey Stahl, but isn't that a is hockey player? No, it's Jared Stahl. Oh, okay. You sure it's not Jared no, Stoll? No, that's Stahl, not Stahl. Oh, okay. Jared Stahl. Is it Ricochet? Okay. Is his last name Ricochet? It's not Ricochet. Oh, it's Danny Ricochet. So maybe Danny it is Ricochet. Corey Stahl, then. <laughs> I think it's Corey Ricochet is what I'm going with. <laughs> uh, I whole family of Ricochets. <laughs> I did like that he went to, was it the micro universe or what's that called? Uh, I forget now, the quantum. <laughs> Do you guys just stick quantum in front of everything? Yep, that's yep. how we sound smart. <laughs> it's be quantum. Yep, quantum. I did, I did like uh, the whole quantum universe. I thought that was kind of fun. Uh, the, set, the first uh, after credit scene, did that really not shock you? Honestly, it did. Really? Well, when they... Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We won't spoil it, but yeah, that really surprised you. It did. Okay. Because I thought they were just going for some quick joke or yeah. something, and I went, "Oh, yeah." They did do a that's quick good. joke at the second credits. Yeah, yeah. That one was. But it was something you saw in the trailer, the tra- in the previews. I'm like, oh, thanks for that. That was in the previews. Yeah. See, the thing is, people are like, "Don't bother staying. You've seen it already." I'm like, "How do you know what I've I seen?" Did. I did that. Yeah, you and Kevin. Unnerdly. Thank you. I'm like, but I haven't seen it because I didn't watch the previews. Well, then, tell. <laughs> uh, so that was your up this week, you guys? Yes. Movies? But I, I also, the uh, the other bad guy um, in Ant-Man Wasp. Uh, the Sam Rockwell knockoff? The, yeah. The, Walter just, Goggins? Yeah. His character was kind of... Oh, yeah, I didn't like his. I yeah, superfluous. I mean, he didn't... It, it was kind of just extra and just kind of, it was kind of a distraction more than anything. I thought if you had any other actor doing it, it could have been bad. It could have been really oh, bad. Oh, I think Walton Goggins is a great actor and the way he, he played it was fine. I just didn't think the character was necessary. It probably wasn't necessary, but I, I loved him playing it. And so I loved that character. Now, I think you could do a lot more to it. I think it was another poor man's hammer from Iron Man 2 or whatever it is. Iron. 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 That damn speech impediment. But I kept thinking the whole time, couldn't you just bring Sam Rockwell back to it? <laughs> and had it being Justin yes, Hammer? Yes, have it be Justin Hammer. Now, uh, who does no, he no, work, no. who's the big bad guy that he works for? Walter Goggins or whatever his name is. Oh, you mean the people he's in business with. He doesn't work for Correct. anybody. Correct, who he's in business with. The rumor was uh, Osborne. Oh, I wasn't even thinking there was anybody I, behind it other I, than... Well, yes, but you know how fanboys are. So they're like, who's in it? And so they Marvel won't say there isn't somebody. I really hope it's not. I hope it's Hamer. Lex Luthor. Oh. That would, that would be interesting. That's why they're he's working for Luthor Corp. <laughs> that would be funny if they combined them all. <laughs> uh, an unprecedented move, DC Universe actually <laughs> sold Lex Luthor <laughs> to Marvel. An unprecedented uh, move... That's not unprecedented. In a very precedented move, uh, uh, Disney bought DC and combined everything. I hope not. I don't want that. I don't well, want pretty that. Pretty soon it's going to be Disney's world. We're just living in it? Yep. Uh, my down for the week was uh, I was uh, sick from Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, reason I didn't tell you I couldn't make softball until 10 a.m. on su- Friday is because I was actually praying that I could get out of bed on Friday and play. But you said you 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 went home from you came home from work. I mean I came home from work on Thursday. Oh okay. Not Friday. Uh, so I have a vi- I went to the doctor. 
And uh, basically, I couldn't walk uh, on Thursday at all. Friday, I woke up, tried to get out of bed, couldn't really walk at all. Like, my legs were just jello. Uh, my arms, uh, today is the first day I can actually hold a glass of water with one hand. Wow. It sucked. Uh, I felt like I had hurry rabies. <laughs> Literally, because you had to use a straw the whole time. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm I, sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, we can't use straws anymore. They've been outlawed. Banned. 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 Plastic straws are banned. Can you use paper straws? Mm-hmm. You know, plastic straws do a lot of good for a lot of people with uh, very serious medical problems. Yeah, disabilities. And Banning them would be a bad idea. No, you, you need washable straws. Reusable yes. straws. They want reusable ones. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> Anyways, so... Uh, so I everyone know- just has to bring their own straws with them. Yep. Yeah, a giant one. Yeah, thanks for looking after us, government. Uh, down the hall... No, I'm sorry. I never got a fever, never had anything like that, but they said basically it was a monotype virus, because th- I had mono a couple years ago. Really? Yeah. Really? I think that was I think that was a uh, bad idea of the week. It was a bad idea of the week. <laughs> Don't get mono. Catching mono, so you missed the uh, trip up to Columbus. That was a rough one. But uh, he said it wasn't that, but it was a strand of it. And he's like, basically, I was like, I can't move my arm. So what you had was like the mono equivalent of shingles. I have no idea what shingles is. Besides, I know Sh- that shingles is the terrible disease that you can get if you had chicken pox. Yes. What does it do? Oh, it gives you a terrible rash and feels oh, I never terrible. Asked. But I'm just saying, it's like since you had the mono... I got what you're saying. Yes. Yes. Jason, <laughs> can you do me a favor? Yeah. Stop making out with 16-year-olds. I don't know how I got it. <laughs> it, it, was, uh, it was rough. It was, uh, I will say, it was a really rough time. So uh, Next he's going to get the HPV. <laughs> I got shots. They got shots for that. But you didn't get them, did you? I don't know. Should we get them? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm I'm probably 95% sure I have HPV. <laughs> That's HIV. There's a difference, Jim. <laughs> no, no, no. It's HPV. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about one letter being important in that one. Especially when you're talking to a date. <laughs> are you I have PVC. <laughs> are you positive? I'm HIV positive. <laughs> So, yeah, so uh, that was my down. The good news is I got to watch a lot of movies. I saw uh, Game Night. My wife and I actually watched that. She's like, since you're useless, you want to just watch a movie, Saturday night? I was like, I guess. She's like, are you going to stay awake for it? Because I was was just in and out. Can't guarantee that. Yeah, I was in and out of sleep all week. Uh, And so we did watch Game Night with uh, Jason Bateman and um, Amy whatever. Uh, It was... Okay. Did you like it, Jim? I did enjoy it. Uh, I loved, uh, uh, well, what's his name? The cop character. Uh, oh, the guy next door, Oliver, or whatever his name uh, is? What's his... I act, will look it up. The later. actor's name. He was in uh, Friday Night Lights and then... Uh, the movie or the TV show? TV show. Oh. And he was in uh, uh, Breaking Bad. Oh, Jesse Plemons? Jesse Plemons. Okay. Yes. He... It, He's just so awkward in almost almost anything he does, and his, he plays those characters great. <laughs> it was uh, I, I enjoyed it. It was a lot different than I thought. I didn't know how it was going to go, and it was a little bit weird. Uh, I enjoyed it though. I mean, it was it wasn't something I was upset to watch. But my wife and I both looked at it, and she goes, "That was odd." I was like, "Yes, it was odd." Was it better or worse than the uh, previews made you think? It wasn't as funny 
But it was not laugh out loud funny, but there was chuckles in that. It was still humorous. Yeah. But it was a little bit... Um, dark humor in there. Dark, yeah. There's, there's dark humor in there. Yeah. And I, I like Kyle Chandler plays a different character than he I normally like does. <laughs> uh, Lamorne Morris is funny in, in most things. In, in most yeah. things he does too so that was enjoyable I like when the actual when uh not the paid actors that were uh, supposed to kill oh, yeah. him but the other ones came in and beat the shit out of him the actual and fight and they're, and they're just watching it going, they're, they're eating popcorn watching Kyle Chandler just get the crap kicked out of him <laughs> good job guys drive safe that's after they came in and they knocked Jeffrey right out yes from Westworld I'm like hey <laughs> Fucking Bernard. <laughs> yeah, he annoys said, me and everything. You said Jeffrey Wright, and I thought Jeffrey Rush. I went, he was in that? Yeah, Jeffrey Rush was in it. Uh, let's see. And then I did see, uh, since I was in bed on Thursday and Friday, I got to watch The Staircase uh, about the murder of the woman that fell down the stairs. Uh, there were rumors that an owl knocked her down. Uh, there's been rumors that her oh yeah this author, one her husband her yeah. husband is an author it wasn't now it was uh, Screech the uh, superhero from uh, <laughs> from <laughs> from the Incredibles too is that who it is yeah. is that who did it <laughs> I forget when you said Screech I thought for a second saying by the back. no or, no it was it wasn't Dustin Diamond but but this was pretty much the the murder that they based the murder on the in the John Lithgow trial, trial and error, error yes uh, did they not bring that back they did it's on now is it yeah. Two episodes already. It's oh, on Thursday crap. nights. I'm going to have to make sure TiVo's getting those. Uh, and then, but like I said, it was good. Um, there was a some, like the trial part, they focused a lot on like the mundane things. And I was like, okay, this is a little struggle. This is a struggle. It's good if you like the mystery. Or, you know, Did they have a murder board? No. Oh. <laughs> In the new one, they have a baby board. Baby board. Baby board. Jo- Come on, guys. Murder board. Josh, you just got to let it go. It's organic. Come on. You just got to let it flow. Uh, trial and error is great, though. I will say that. That is a fun show. The first two episodes were not as good as last season so far, but I felt like the first couple episodes of last season weren't that good until they got into the flow of it. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Chenoweth is uh, the uh, celebrity on trial this year. Oh, okay. Uh, she's basically runs the town like she's the everybody loves her in town and that John so. Lithgow's not on trial still? No Did they have the finish? Yeah he got acquitted He well, got convicted well, and then they found out that it was actually an owl that did it Oh Well it sounds like you're going to have to, uh, go have watch to re-watch the last episode I'm going to have to rewatch the last entire season, season. Did, did I miss the last episode? It I only t- took two episodes until Kristen Chenoweth did a song she, All right. She can be a bit much in some roles. She is a little bit much. She is. But, but I like she, the supporting cast. She was great in Pushing Daisies. Never saw it. You oh. should watch that. Well, what about Glee? Well, she might have been much yeah, too much Yeah, she was a little bit too, bit too much in Glee. But everything in Glee was a little bit too much. Yeah. I mean, they said, we'll take everything to amp it up to 12. Uh, Ten years ago, uh, when I got a job... Um, with this uh, with a company, they actually brought Kristen Chenoweth in for a yeah. concert, and she did a hell of a job. Oh, she's Her, a great singer. The yeah. concert was good, really well. It was when she was just getting off uh, Legally Blonde on sta- on Broadway, ah. and uh, she did a great show. Well, it, she she pretty much uh, she pretty much made the character of uh, uh, Galinda Galinda in Wicked. Uh, Wicked. Yeah, that everybody who plays that character is just trying to play her. Yeah. 
Well, I did before I saw her in concert ten years ago. I did, had no idea who she was. I knew she was from Broadway, but I didn't know who she was. But I left that show. My wife and I were like, "Wow, that's pretty damn good. She's impressive." And then she talks, and you're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> oh my god!" And then she sings, you're like, "How?" It's kind of like me. Uh, that's the thing is, I think Pushing Daisies is where I first uh, noticed her. So did she her, sing? No. Oh. She might have had a song in one episode or something. But. She, she sang once or twice in Glee. <laughs> uh, anything, anything up for, else up for you guys? And uh, my uh, television watching this past week, in between watching uh, episodes of uh, Winona Earp, <laughs> I watched four seasons of Long Longmire. <laughs> How was Longmire? It's pretty. It's pretty good. Is there only four seasons? There's six. Okay. Uh, is it better than Winona Earp? Uh, in between episodes of watching Winona Earp, I watched four seasons of Longmire. <laughs> so yes, I'm not saying yes or no. Uh, you wine in or or you can uh, email Jim at uh, powerbottom at graphicnovice.com. Uh, moving on. Whew. Anything else, Jeff? You good? I think I'm good. Uh, I do have one other thing that I wanted to talk about. Uh, we have just become, uh, we're on nerdly.co.uk. Good day, Governor. Hello, Becca. Uh, Cheeky cunt. Tangent Bound Network. Danger Entertainment Network. Danger. Webegeekspc.com. Uh, every Wednesday it drops. And we're also on uh, Geek Life Radio. Geek Life. 10 a.m. Eastern, 9 a.m. Central on... Um, Fridays. Fridays. But we just got reco- uh, asked, and we just agreed to uh, also go to a new online radio site. Uh, Hobie is moving on up. Mole Hole Broadcast. Uh, just to let you know, the guys that we've talked about before on uh, Mole Man uh, Podcast... They do some conspiracy theories in that. Uh, it's Molehole Talk Radio. So you can look that up, uh, like their Facebook page. Uh, it just started, and uh, there's a schedule. Uh, Odd Dad Out is on it, is uh, one of the nice. things. Sweet. Uh, let's see here. Uh, from 12 till 5, midnight till 5 a.m., they're having blocks. They're having a lot of weird shows on at, at that time. So if you're uh, working third shift, it's kind of a fun little thing. They have a lot of different shows. He's still starting it, so it's just beginning. Um, And then we are on, uh, let me get this right. I just want to make sure I'm right. We're on Tuesdays, uh, just to let you know. Um, No, we're not. Uh, (laughs) I will get us when we're at. Uh, They actually just changed it. I'm sorry. We're on Wednesdays at 6 a.m., the History of Bad Ideas. Okay. All right. Uh, uh, and? and the, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. What was well, I was just saying, and that is mountain time, if I am not Yes, mistaken. it is mountain time. Yeah, they, they do everything mountain time. I'm sorry. They, and the reason why I messed this up is because they just changed it. Um, yeah. We're on Wednesday at 6 a.m., so our new episode will be coming out, so that's nice. And then we're on Saturdays at 3 p.m. So if you're working around the house, uh, you're around, around there. Uh, we're right before a miserable retail slave at 5 p.m. Ooh, I'll so, have to give them a listen because oh, we get a two-hour block. Man, we have to <laughs> lengthen our shows. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we have two hours uh, in there at that time, and that. So uh, they're just starting, but it's Molehole Radio, Talk Radio. Uh, t- take a listen to them uh, at nighttime. They're having a lot of their conspiracy uh, podcasts will be on too. Uh, so just to let you guys know that I'm just going to start singing the or humming the X Files uh, theme song when you talk about do that. It. But he can't remember. I, it. I'm like it. No, that's Jeopardy. Uh, <laughs> I, I I can't I can't get it. 
to flow smoothly. Well, nice try. And yeah. also, Epic Film Guys are on there. Uh, they are epic. Shoot. Yes, they are. And Wrestle Me This, a wrestling podcast, is on there. But there's a lot of great shows on there. Uh, so we just uh, want to say thank you for uh, bringing us aboard. Um, but, yeah, so we're on another uh, online radio site. Uh, so check them out. And uh, rumor has it there might be some giveaways at the expo with that, their stuff. Excellent. So. I just have to thank all these people that are willing to put us on the air so they can listen to Jason be really, really obnoxious and annoying. I've actually been really calmed down. <laughs> it's because I'm about ready to fall asleep here. Yeah. But, you know. That, that's true. Knock on Woody. He hasn't really done any impersonation. Shut yet. up. Oh. I'll be honest. I don't think I have the energy. <laughs> so maybe you should ask for me to get this mono thing every week. <laughs> Good. Then I'll have to do impersonations tonight. <sighs> I'll get some energy. Uh, we are on Twitter at Bad Ideas Podcast. And uh, you can follow us there. Uh, we're also on Facebook at the History of Bad Ideas. But on Twitter every week, we have at least one poll, and we call it the Twitter Poll of the Week. Yay! And uh, this week was, what was your favorite trailer from San Diego Comic-Con? We'll talk about this in News of the Geek a little bit. Did they only have three trailers? Well, we did the best ones, because I oh. had two lists, and that first list was not, well, like, there was not many. And then as soon as I put the first list out for the poll, literally within 20 minutes, all these all these uh, the trailers came out. The new ones dropped. Yep. Okay. So we had Shazam with Don Knotts, Aquaman, and Godzilla colon King of the Monsters. It's not Don Knotts. Yeah. It's Jim Neighbors. Jim Neighbors. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's the same character. Same guy. He's exactly the same guy. They're, there's no difference. They're both dead, In Jason's right? mind. They're both oh. dead, right? Uh, yeah, Don Knotts did just pass like last year, didn't he? Yeah. Okay, so they're both dead. Anyway. I don't know. Is Jim Neighbors dead? I think so. I thought okay. he was a couple years ago. Bob Denver is dead, too. Yes, what? John Denver? Yes, John Denver is too. <laughs> Don't build an airplane. Uh, let's see here. Uh, in last place with 24% of the vote, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. That was my favorite trailer. I didn't see it. Uh, Aquaman. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, winning uh, 48% to 20%. Aquaman beat out Shazam. Uh, Aquaman looked pretty fun. Uh, Shazam looked fun. They all look good. Shazam looked one fun. I, the only one I saw was Aquaman. So. I'll show you Shazam after the show. Yeah. I just... Uh, Zach Levy just mm. I'm just is he playing Shazam yeah see I am I grew up in a time where his name wasn't Shazam and I can't bring myself to call Captain Marvel Shazam they did say the director did say that they cannot they're not going to name him Captain Marvel I know they're not uh, DC did uh, God it's almost been 10 years I think since they officially yeah. switch, dropped all Captain Marvel references yeah. but that's what he's I mean his name Shazam is just what he says. It's not his name, and it just and the I still can't call him Shazam. Zach Le- Levy looks like he's having fun with it. It looks like he's having fun with it, but I even with him being in uh, the Thor, a couple of the Thor movies, just he, he's still Chuck. That's what a lot of people <laughs> said. They can't get past that. Uh-huh. Uh, so if I didn't watch Chuck, then uh, I'd be all right. I, maybe. <laughs> I I watched the trailer once, and I was like, okay, that looks fun. But I'm not sure if I'm sold on it. And I think I've seen it seven times since. Wow. And I really am enjoying it. You know, I actually know Zach Levy because he was in Heroes Reborn. Yes, he That's where I know him <laughs> from. <laughs> but I, I guess thinking of uh, uh, Zach Levy and something different, I guess it would be similar to like seeing John Krasinski play like a badass soldier. Jack Ryan. 
<laughs> when he is, or even what, uh, what, 13 was, hours? Yeah, 13 hours, mm-hmm. when he's Jim Halpert. Yes. <laughs> but, I mean, he's 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 pretty big dude. Well, he was up for Captain America. He lost out to Chris Evans. Uh-huh. So, I think he could have done a good job as Captain America. Not at that point, though. Yeah. I think he needed, uh, they needed some time. Because they'd still see him as Jim Halpert. Yeah. Yeah, but then again, I still can't believe we didn't see Chris Evans as Torch Boy. That's true. He played a hell of a Torch Boy. Hell of a torch boy. Oh, oh yeah, God. you have a problem seeing Ryan Reynolds as uh, Green Lantern. No, uh, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> there's a lot of reasons why it was a trouble. Speaking of that, Comcast gave up their bid for uh, Fox. Oh, did they? Yep. So Disney, as long as it gets approved, he has no competition for it now. No competition. Uh, Hobie is putting in uh, fifty dollars uh, to get this, so we're All hoping right. to get it. All we want is uh, if Fantastic we get Fox Four. for fifty dollars, that would we, we just want guess. Fantastic Four. So we can bury it, no one ever. (laughs) (laughs) No, because then we would like lose it after seven years. Okay, okay. We'll we'll bury it for seven years, and then we'll put then we'll put out a torch boy. uh, Oh no, I'm going to have Trauma Vision do it. That I think they could do it. I don't know what that is. Uh, Toxic Avenger people. Oh, okay. I I do. I just released the Roger Corman version officially. Ooh, I like that. (laughs) I I think we can get friend of the show, uh, Huey Bull. Yes. To, to direct one. Uh, I You're am, damn straight he would. I uh-huh. am in talks with Matthew Modine as well to uh, be in it. Uh, he would make a good know. Mr. Fantastic. He would. He would. Uh, unfortunately, I, we put him as a uh, thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that, that was the problem. The problem, with, the problem with Matthew Modine, I mean, he, he's still typecast as like Hopper from Stranger Things. You, you know, it is tough <laughs> to get out of that sheriff role. It really is. Um, I, I don't know what to tell you, Matthew. I don't know what to tell you. You come over to Hobie, we'll get you in the uh, the styrofoam brick suit. Uh, good news is, uh, if he, we don't, we don't even give him a styrofoam brick suit. We're we're just drawing bricks on a sweatshirt. The good news is Michael Chiklis is still stuck in the styrofoam suit from the original Fantastic Four, so he could probably come along as well. We could put him in. I don't know. I think we should try and get the suit from Arrested Development that they use for the Fantastic Four. Oh God! Four. I don't know what that is. <laughs> they made a musical uh, for the Fantastic Four, and. Uh, yeah, it was not good. <laughs> <laughs> was it better than the Roger Corman one? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is it better than Nightman uh, from uh, Sunny in Philly? No. no. Okay. <laughs> Nightman. Nightman. Okay, so uh, let's do some listener feedback. That sounds like it's time for the bomb listener feedback. Sponsored by Disney's New Land of Intolerance, where we always hold you accountable for what you say, even if you apologize and were forgiven decades ago. So, first of our listener feedback is from Doug. Hey, Pans. Number one fan. Can't give yourself a nickname. Oh, talking I'm going to be called the Hammer. Oh, that's, that's appropriate, because his question is, how come I'm still referred to as A-Pans, but Dr. Bednar isn't referred to as Dr. Nazi anymore? Well, let's see here. Because Nazis aren't funny anymore. No, they're not. Uh, we do apologize <laughs> to Dr. Bednar for that uh, many times. Uh, it's called a lawsuit. Uh, so, uh, good well, news is... Well, the two reasons. One, Dr. Bednar is not a Nazi. Never was. Never was. And two... You do have a pants. <laughs> so there's, there's a big. There's a story this week that broke that there was an independent wrestler. His name is Blitzkrieg, 
and he came out saluting uh, like a German hit, uh, Nazi, uh, not German, sorry, as a Nazi, and uh, it's, I forget what's, I think it was Virginia, I'm not 100% sure on that one, uh, but it made it online, and I guess he's been doing this act for like 10 years now. Yeah. He's a teacher, and the elementary school found out about it, so now they're investigating if he's going to be allowed to come back or they're going to fire him. He's playing a heel character in a wrestling. Independent wrestling that had a population <laughs> of about 100 at the uh, crowd. But, I mean, he's playing the heel. And they admit that they understand that. And I'm like, do you do understand you? that? I don't <laughs> think you do understand Is, is he that. as bad as the revolting blob? <laughs> the one sat on a guy's head until he died? Did it pop? So, um, what was scarier is the kids in the crowd, some of them were cheering Blitzkrieg and had signs that they supported him. So, I don't know what is worse. Maybe we should worry about that end of it instead of actual worrying about Blitzkrieg. But, yeah, he's under investigation now. So, what you're saying is in two or three years, we won't even be able to have Nazis even as villains in our movies. We're going to have to... Do the, the German thing and just okay. re- erase that part from our history books. My question is... Well, we've got to tear all the statues first. <laughs> Moving on, <laughs> down the hall. My question is, though, would anybody in the school system, like any of the kids' parents, even know this guy is this wrestler? Well, they will if it goes viral. Well, now, because one person put it out there like, this guy's a teacher. It's like, I get that, that, you know, you have that aspect of it, but he's also doing this on his own free time. He's, you know, doing something separate, not associated with anything else. He's playing a whole different... He's playing a different character. Yeah, he's acting a role. So, yeah. So, they said uh, they're investigating. Just thought thought I would send it out. So, if, say, their teacher was doing community theater and played a Nazi in a play... Say he was playing Hitler in a community theater of Inglorious Bastards. That would be an interesting take on it. I actually want to see a uh, community theater version of Inglorious Okay, Bastards. so I got the rights to the community theater for this. Uh, Matthew Modine is playing a soldier. I hope you're excited. Uh, just, just, soldier. just a soldier. Yeah, he, he's you're uh, not even giving him like the Brad Pitt role. No, no, no he's, he's, he's typecast. I can't put him in He's that. in the chorus. <laughs> he's a background dancer. He plays a tree in one scene. <laughs> <laughs> He's the utility man. <laughs> Matthew Modine, utility man. <laughs> oh, you're making me feel bad for Matthew Modine. <laughs> Don't. Well, I shouldn't, but you're making me feel like like the best he could do is be in our... Uh, in Bye Bye Love. Don't feel bad for him. <laughs> he did know Paul Reiser. Yes. Who doesn't? I don't He's know a friend Paul of the Reiser. show. If you want to respond. Yeah, he's not a friend of the show. Just because you harass him doesn't mean he's a friend of the show. Does that make Kevin James a friend of the show? <laughs> God. Matthew Modine is a friend of the show because he uh, responded to a tweet or two. Three. Yeah, we're hot stuff. Of course, if that's the case, Yui Bull did too. Oh. Yep, Yui Bull's a friend of the show. Yeah, that's why we're going to direct Matthew Modine in the, <laughs> in in the Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. <laughs> He can't. Yui Bull's not direct to anything else. You might as well throw him in. Now I want to see a Yui Bull fan. We can get Jonathan Lipnicki in our. Yes, he is famous. He's uh, talked to us. Uh, he threatened to kick one of our friends. Uh, <laughs> well, no, well, our friend threatened to kick him in the face first as a little kid. <laughs> well, he had to come. I'll be honest. He had to come. <laughs> oh, the question was, what kid 
from television would you want to kick in the face? And he picked Jonathan Lipnicki. I, I he said a roundhouse a kick roundhouse in the face. He specified yeah. he wanted to roundhouse kick. He was fucking kick. annoying in Jerry Maguire. <laughs> yeah, but have you seen him now? Well, yeah, he's a tough ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Lipnicki is Torch Boy. Modine is Mr. Fantastic. Yui Bull's directing. Tara Reed can play Invisible Girl. She can play Invisible Girl. You don't know if she's there. We will say it's Tara Reed, but get nobody. Because <laughs> it's like Invisible it. Girl. Yeah, you don't need anybody to play <laughs> that no character. No better acting range than Tara Reed. <laughs> <laughs> that empty space right there is doing better job. I, I don't know. In the last Sharknado movie, she really expanded her role. Doesn't she have a robot arm or but, something? No, that, she that, was a she blew up and she was a cyborg. Awesome. I was gonna say expanded her role by that. You mean she expanded? No, they, they blew her up. They blew her up. She expanded outward. No, they they actually <laughs> exploded her. Yes, blew her up. Expanded her all over. Okay, the, who do we got for a uh, thing? <laughs> Who's one thing? The thing was Matthew Modine. Okay, so he's doing he's two doing roles. Two roles? No, you said you had him in the in the okay, so who's Mr. Fantastic. I don't know yet. We got it. We we have to have casting for that. Okay. Well, I think can't. Blake will probably try and take it. We need to get somebody else to respond to a tweet. Hmm. <laughs> or we can get uh, Brian's really good friend Brian Hackney, listener uh, listener of the show. We can get his uh, really good friend Nick Swarsden. I like it. Ooh. There you go. When I think Mr. Fantastic, that's who I think. Nick Swarsden. Okay, there we no, go. No, he'd have to be the thing. <laughs> Matthew Modine's back to Mr. Fantastic. You know what? If this doesn't write itself, I don't know what does. <laughs> Yui, get on it. Okay. Now, now time for our next part so of the listener feedback. So we hope feedback. that answers your question, Doug. Yes. Uh, from Nick Oh, right. Oh, oh, that's awful. I thought you weren't going to do any impersonations. Stop. Lay you down. Uh, well, okay, this used to be a fun... Uh, uh, yeah, okay, let's go. Jeff or Tony, Sony, Marilyn Rose shows up at your house dressed as Dan Deardorff. Fuck, marry, or kill. Who do you have left? I can't remember what I have left. I know I killed Dan Deardorff as a bomb. What would you do? Did you? I think you killed him again as Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> so then I'll fuck and marry Marilyn Monroe as I, Dan Deardorff. Uh, I want to see him in a wig with Dan <laughs> popping out of the cake. Uh, Happy, Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Happy birthday, Mister Hobie. <laughs> Okay, Dan, you can just die now. Okay, so he's going to fuck and marry <laughs> Marilyn Monroe dressed as Dan Deardorff. I mean, that, Whichever that, one I didn't use. Or oh, I Marilyn Monroe's dressed as Dan Deardorff. Yes. Oh, that was just the opposite. No. That was last week or two, two, weeks, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, he was dressed. Oh. Yeah. Well, you two, fucked a skeleton. Good job. Two weeks ago, it was Dan Deardorff as Marilyn Monroe. This week, it's Marilyn Monroe's Dan Deardorff. Okay. We're going to assume that it's uh, a live version of Marilyn Monroe. Well, I hope so, because I'm bombing yes. and fluid could get bad. Eh. <laughs> You've had worse. <laughs> I mean, I hear people like to drink that shit. We'll get to that. <laughs> Moving on, what else we got? Okay, we got from the Pop Culture Podcast. Okay, boys, trailer that gave you the biggest boner. Also, the one that sucked donkey dink. Ooh. 
Ooh, I think oh. he was referring to San Diego Comic Con, but oh, I thought he to... meant anytime. Well, you know what? Let's do anytime. Let's open it up here. <sighs> Red Sparrow, maybe. Emmanuel in space. Oh, I don't know. Red Sparrow with the give. Now, now is he talking about actual real bone, or is he just talking about your geek bone? I think it's up to you. Your choice. I'm doing real boner. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think uh, figuratively, uh, not real here, uh, I would say The Phantom Menace was one of the best trailers I've ever seen. I was seen. thinking the same thing. God, what a waste. I know. Well, the trailer is good if you just go with that as the yeah, The trailer was fantastic. The trailer was amazing. Um, so I'm going with that. Uh, the worst trailer, uh, Attack of the Clones. <laughs> because I saw The Phantom Menace, I was like, that doesn't matter, this sucks. Uh, worst trailer, Torque. Uh, uh, Torque's up there. No, that was a fun trailer. <laughs> but I'm, I might have to go with Congo. Congo is another one I was actually thinking about because that was a horrible trailer. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of a trailer that, like, a movie I would have wanted to see, but the trailer was so bad Wait it's a not minute. coming to me. We're idiots. Number one fan gave us the worst trailer ever, Under the Rainbow, <laughs> from a couple weeks ago. Wasn't that it? The, with the uh, little think, people? I didn't think it was a terrible trailer. Okay, I'm going under the rainbow. That was a horrible trailer. I'm still going with... Uh, Congo? Congo. But Tim Curry's impressions, or his accent kept coming and going. But where you are the endangered species. The shepherds and arrows in the book. <laughs> yeah, You know what I'm going to say out there? Like, a movie where the trailer looked pretty bad that I didn't want to see the movie, and turns out, like, everyone loves the movie. Yeah. Is uh, Galaxy Quest? Oh yeah, you're not a big fan of that. I like. I I never actually really saw it because yeah, I honestly like the thought trailer. the trailer, like the trailer, made me not want to see the movie. Okay. I think that movie kind of it wore on me. It it is a cult classic. Mm-hmm. I think it is a little overrated, but I enjoyed it a lot. Speaking of cult classics, did you see Super Troopers Three is now being made? I did not. I uh, haven't seen Super Troopers 2 yet. I have not either. But I have they not. Said, I'm like, I saw that it was out on video. I'm like, doesn't it have to come to the theaters first? It was out. It was and out. So my sister was like, it's been out already. I'm like, did we talk about that on the show? Yes, yes we did. Because <laughs> I don't remember it being out This now. one will not be crowdfunded because it did so. It, it did they, enough money. It made more than the first Super Troopers. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, the first one was the first thing that got them noticed. The first one, I think, is uh, made money on its on DVD. So that's oh, I'm made. sure it probably did. Um, but it made money for the studio, not for necessarily the 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 producers or the cast. Uh, I will say another good one, and this is a long time ago. Uh, for animated, it was Disney's Dinosaur. Uh, remember that movie? Uh, it was like a CGI yeah. type thing, and you actually saw like a uh, asteroid in yes. coming to Earth. And you thought, oh, crap, they're actually going to blow up this thing. There was no words in it. So the original thought was, oh, this is going to be straight. It's a Disney cartoon or Disney CGI animated mm-hmm. film, but there's no words. They're just going to do straight, you know, dinosaurs and everything else. Wrong. Wrong. And it was awful. Awful. Oh, maybe a, a trailer that uh, made me not want to watch it would be uh, Jurassic Park Fallen Kingdom. That's oh. a bad trailer. That's a bad trailer. I'll give you that. Yep. I'll give you I'll that, give you too. That. It gave away everything, not only, but... Yes. I didn't see the movie because I watched the trailer. I'm like, this does not appeal to me one bit. And it if that's not. what the majority of the movie was, was mm-hmm. the trailer, then wow. I can't imagine doing that for two hours. That's what she said. But, um... Ah! Uh, 
What else we got? Okay, we got from Sean at Pittsburgh Nerd. What would you do if you ever got caught between the moon and New York City? It isn't pretty, but it's true. <laughs> I don't know what this is. You don't know this song? Oh, never mind. This is a theme song to Arthur, the yes. Dudley Moore movie. Oh! As sung by Christopher Cross, the... Chris Cross? Yes. Okay. See, honestly, if it, literally, if I got caught midway between the moon and New York City, I would suffocate. <laughs> so, uh, unless you were in a spaceship. I don't have access to one. But you might have been put in one. Just because you don't have the access doesn't mean that somebody didn't put you in one. This isn't Passengers. It Chris might be. Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. I'd sleep with Jennifer Lawrence. I'll take Chris Pratt. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yes. <laughs> Yummy. I'm just going to say yes. Hi. How's your abs? <laughs> I hope that answers your question, Sean. The answer is a three-way with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. Yes. <laughs> three-way with Chris yeah. Pratt. Okay, now we got from the Besotted Geek. Canadian of the Year. Will Blake ever see Avengers Infinity War? Do you think the time travel will piss him off? Yes and yes. I got no and yes. I got no and yes. (laughs) He'll see it eventually. I don't think he will. I'll be honest, I don't think he will. Uh, Maybe he will be there instead of the expo. (laughs) He'll be watching it in the green room on his iPad. That could be. Drinking beer. Yes. <laughs> okay, now we have from Des Hassing. Why don't you guys receive more questions? We actually do a pretty good job on questions. I, I think because was... nobody likes us. Well, that too. <laughs> well, we only get like the same 10 people giving us questions. That's okay. not true. We're about 15, 20. 15, okay. 20. Well, okay. for all you other listeners out there that don't normally uh, ask questions, please send us more questions. At Bad Ideas Podcast on Twitter. Or the History of Bad Ideas on Facebook. Please do. And when you send them, yell at Jason saying, I am asking a question for the podcast, so please include it, because he'll probably forget to let the intern know. If I know. get one, I usually send it over to the intern to put on the show, the show okay, notes. Okay, so right, big red flags. Hello, intern. Who's the intern this week? Are we still at uh, Lloyd? Uh, or... Lloyd is still here. He's oh. still doing a decent job. Uh, Scary Thoughts actually uh, just tweeted us one. Was there more representation for smaller projects and companies with Marvel's footprint being much smaller at San Diego Comic-Con this year? I don't know if there's a lot more smaller projects, but there's a lot more TV this year than there was uh, movies. Marvel was not participating. Disney was not participating because they do their D23 mm-hmm. Expo. Uh, so San Diego Comic-Con, I think you have more. I think you do. Might You might have a little bit smaller uh, uh, companies involved. Uh, but I th- I saw a lot more TV shows being trailers. So I'm going to go ahead and throw it out. Were, was there any comic news coming from Comic-Con? Uh, there was. Uh, the Uncanny, Uncanny X-Men are coming back to uh, comic books. It's amazing what happens when Disney buys X-Men <laughs> that Marvel will put it back in the comic books. Because uh, before it was Marvel's had X-Men Red and X-Men Blue, mm-hmm, and they no. did not have Uncanny. Now they're they're canceling those two. Uh, titles and making it uncanny. That was your big thing. That was the big thing. Uh, they also had the writer for Batman number 50, uh, issue 50, who uh, was supposed to get married to Catwoman in it. Uh, spoilers, it did not happen because she said that she can't marry Batman because his he would be happy and his darkness is what defines him as a 
you know, vigilante and saving people. So Catman, Catwoman ran away. So the fanboys were all pissed off. So she shit all over Batman. She did. This Fuck sounds it. like a terrible uh, Julia Roberts film. Fucking, <laughs> fucking psycho women. Coming out next month, <laughs> Julia Roberts as Catwoman. Catwoman <laughs> shitting all over Batman. <laughs> In cat litter. Uh, coming too soon from Sony. Uh, but no, uh, so here's the sad part, though, because you had so many fucking idiots that did not like it, which is fine. But then they were the the art or the writer was receiving death threats. Oh, well, so he had a bodyguard walk around San Diego. Comic-Con. Oh, I did see him walking around with yes. the bodyguard. I suppose it was on. It was on Twitter. Did I? Did they? I, I retweeted it because it was kind of funny. Oh, that, maybe that's where yeah. I saw it. He's like, but, "You get this is George or Roger or yeah. whatever." He's like, "He's my bodyguard because people gave me death threats. He's really bored because I'm looking yeah. at toys for my kids. Yes, that's it." <laughs> But yes, it's sad that this guy had to have a a bodyguard because of it. It's disturbing that, that fans of these these movies and these shows and everything and comics feel so entitled that things yeah. have to go the way that they believe, or they're going to threaten and uh, maybe even act upon act them. upon it. I stumped, uh, same things. The last Star Wars. Oh yeah, yeah. The people well, are so have... irate to what happened that that they actually file a. Uh, a petition, petition to get it changed. No, just no. deal with it. You, you didn't like the other movie. Yeah. The, 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 the hack on the other movies was that, oh, it's too much. It's too similar to the other ones. Mm-hmm. But this one went a completely different way, but it wasn't what we thought it was going to be. No, exactly. It was different. Yeah. Deal with it. No, we don't want the same. We don't yeah. want different. If it was what you thought it was going to be, then why bother making it? Yeah. We may mock movies and TV shows and, and everything. Us? But at the end of the day, it's just a movie or a TV show or a comic book. We don't exactly. really care. Yeah. We, we certainly never endorse making a death threat or uh, hounding people. <laughs> Is that the on... line you're drawing? Good job, Jeff. What I, no, are you doing? I, let me finish. Okay, sorry. Can <laughs> I finish? No. <laughs> I think you can. Oh. Go ahead. No, but, uh, or, or, you know, uh, Hound people online, or uh, so they quit social media just because they were an actor in a movie. I mean, uh, if you don't like it, say I'm sorry it disappointed me, and move on with your life. The more you know. <laughs> what else we got? We got from Kevin at Cincy Explorer. Black Panther only needs ninety six k to top seven hundred million. So if we all take ten of our friends to see it one more time, is it possible? No, no. Uh, I'm going to try. I'll get some updates for you here while we're going to because see. because I don't know where it's actually still, still playing still playing around here. Yeah, I'm about to say if it's still playing, wouldn't it be at like a dollar cinema? So or it could be someplace like uh, the smaller theaters, like Esquire or something, just trying to or uh, the. Uh, do they still have any of the uh, dinner theaters or whatnot? So, yeah, the something like that might have it. Movie grills or whatever they call those. <laughs> uh, but you're only paying like a dollar or two for the movie at the bottom. So, I mean, it's not like it's the 10 to $12 yeah. price or higher at some places. And some fact that matters, it's already out on video. Uh, is it? Black Panther? Is it digital? I think so. I think it's just digital. I don't think it's actually come out. It's usually two weeks later. Is uh, okay. Well, then next week it'll be out on 
Probably as we're recording this, it's been released today because it's usually on Tuesdays. Tuesdays. As of now, it's at six hundred ninety-nine million nine hundred thirty-seven thousand four hundred twenty-eight dollars. So sixty-three thousand yeah. and change. Sixty-three thousand. That's that's a lot. Yeah, but well, it did make thirty thousand since in about a week. Yeah. So just hold on for three more weeks. <laughs> Come on, do it. What else we got? We got some corrections. Oh, this was rough. Gl- glad I wasn't here last week for this one. <laughs> this is pretty bad. Regarding last week's question, earlier this month, Trump announced the need for a Space Force. I think that we really need a Spice Force 5, Spice Girls. Who makes up your Spice Force 5? From Randall Holt. Listening to the episode now, you all totally botched that whole thing. My comment was about Spice Force 5. Chris Richardson actually sent a question, and he wanted podcasters as a space force, not musicians. Hashtag fire the intern. Lloyd fired. Moving on. Oh, it's gone. Oh. We need another intern, so send your resumes to uh, <laughs> interns at graphicnovice.com. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, no intern's going to be reading the email, so it could get bundled up. Uh, we do apologize to Chris, well, not to Chris, but to Randall. Uh, apologize for that. We, Well, Lloyd really fucked that up. Chris, we apologize for your question. Uh, we were going to get to it about what podcasters should make up Space Force, uh, but unfortunately we ran out of time. Moving on, what else we got? Ah, from Professor Number One at Doctor Number One. How does legalizing sports betting hurt Las Vegas? Or are you going to see Britney Spears at the Planet Hollywood Casino? Mm, yes and yes. Or how or, yeah, does it? Yeah. Um, does it? Yes. It affects it a little, a little bit. I mean, I mean, it's still a destination. Mm-hmm. It's still yeah. with it, all the stuff around it's there. It's still the center of the U.S. gambling world. Yeah, nobody's going to say, "Let's have my bachelor party in Toledo, Ohio, and go gamble." Uh, if that's legal up there, yeah, that's well, a bad idea. Well, Toledo, Jeannie, Ohio? Jeannie from Hobie's up there, so we could say hi to her. Yeah, we could. But uh, Vegas is no longer the number one spot for bachelor and bachelorette parties in the United States. But it's Nashville. Really? Yes. Huh. That's interesting. That happened even before they legalized sports betting. Hmm. I would see, uh, on the second question, I would still see Britney Spears at Planet Hollywood. I think she's gorgeous. Wow. I can't disagree with you anymore on this. She brings point. out the snake. Mm. It just depends on the cost of the ticket. Well, yeah, I'm well, not, I'm not well, paying. The cost of any ticket in Vegas is more than I'm willing to pay to see not anything. So there's some cheap ones. No, I mean, if, necessarily. If, I, you, if you can get something comped or something, and maybe... There's no way I will be able to get something comped. Well, if you go to the casino that Clark Griswold went to, uh, you're not going to win much. You're not going to get many comps there. But he'll go to, yeah. the, he'll go to the buffet. Oh, yeah. And get some of the yellow, maybe some <laughs> of the blue. <laughs> Don't get the red. But get the red. only bring one plate. One plate, because it's an all-you-can-eat buffet. <laughs> I'd like to take his his face off. Sounds like we have our face off from Doctor Number One. Face off is pretty much people give us two or separate characters or groups, and then we have to decide who will win in a face off. So Doctor Number One's face off is between. The fighters from Mortal Kombat okay. versus Street Fighter. So the Shaylin Monks. Shaylin Monks. Uh, you got Johnny Cage. You got Liu Kang. Well, I'm going to tell you. Simple. I'm just giving the, everybody, you know, who yeah. you got versus Ken, Ryu, uh, Bianca. That's all you got in nope. Street Fighter. Who's Blanca. Go, who's going to no. win? Nope. 
You got Mortal Kombat's going to beat the shit out of Street Fighter because there's only two people in Street Fighter. In Street Fighter, it's it's a side by side scrolling game where it's just Ken versus Ken and Ryu. So you got Ken and Ryu versus the 26 or so <laughs> characters on Mortal Kombat now. So yeah, yeah, Ken and Ryu do not stand a chance against everybody from Mortal Kombat. I mean, even if it's just the first Mortal Kombat, when you have like eight or ten, it's, it's uh, I think about ten to twelve or something. You get the Minotaur guy in it. What Minotaur guy? At the end of uh, Mortal Kombat, or are you just picking the Mortal Kombat contestants you can pick? I think it's the, it's the fighters that you can. What it, Minotaur guy? Unlockable. You character? mean Goro, who has four arms, but he's not a Minotaur? Ah, maybe that's the second one. That's uh, a <laughs> that's the second one, I think. I don't know. Moving don't on. Know. <laughs> <laughs> you are right. That is Goro. It's Goro. There is, the... a football, there is a horse guy though somewhere. That might be in the second or third one. I'm... Maybe I'm just making it up. I think he's making that one up. That is right. That is Goro. Oh, my God. I feel bad. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, Jeff. Go ahead. No, I'm done. That's it. Mortal Kombat will beat Street Fighter. Okay. So was Street Fighter like a poor man's double dragon? Oh, it came out about the same time. It might might have been a better version of than Double Dragon. Double Dragon might have been a poor man's Street Fighter. Okay. But but But, then then, uh, Street Fighter produced a lot of sequels, which is probably what a lot of people would want us to... Dude, yeah, people probably way. want Street Fighter 2, but he didn't ask Street Fighter He didn't Fighter answer that. We're showing Street Fighter. Well played. <laughs> okay. So it looks like we're moving on to News of the Geek. It's time for another installment of the News of the Geek. Ooh. So, News of the Geek. First, America's not the only one that can make bad movies, guys. So that's positive. Per ABC News, Asura, A-S-U-R-A, the most expensive film ever produced in China has been pulled from theaters just a few days after it opened. The movie reportedly brought in less than 50 million yuan, yen, yuan, yuan, yuan. or 7.4 million in ticket sales during its opening weekend. Uh, the movie, uh, it was disappointing shown for a movie that took $112 million to make and six years to produce. The film was highly publicized in Chinese state media and backed by large companies such as Alibaba Pictures, Zenjin Film Studio and Nix- Nixia Film Group. Actually, they didn't do horrible on those. I think it's Ningxia. Ningxia! But, but I didn't do bad. No, you got Alibaba right. I was expecting that one to <laughs> trip you up. Yeah, my bar, the bar for me <laughs> reading is so low. Yeah, well, you you created it that low. Yes. <laughs> I mean, to get under that bar, I mean, it would be a great limbo contest. Thank you. Uh, to make my eyes worse, July is generally a successful month for Chinese films due to the annual Hollywood blackout period during which foreign films are not allowed to be shown. Uh, despite the monumental production costs and heavy publicity, moviegoers were not impressed with Sasora. Uh, they don't want state-run funded propaganda shoved down their throat. Got a 3.1 out of 10 rating from 12,000 reviewers on the Chinese movie rating site Dubin. Uh... One reviewer noting the millions that have been poured into the film wrote, It's not poverty that limits your imagination, but rather lack of imagination that determines your poverty. Oh, wow. I love that. <laughs> uh, another one wrote, Hurry and come see it, because it's not going to be there much longer. One of the top three worst movies of 2018 has been born. Uh, the plot, which is based on Chinese mythology, follows a shepherd tasking with protecting the kingdom of Asura from attack. Several Chinese viewers uh, criticize this plot as boring and unoriginal. You know what's a good uh, story to read that's about the shepherd? From uh, the comic book, The Shepherd. Just letting you guys know. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Bible. No. 
uh, Andrew Moriarty. Uh, he'll be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Uh, he'll be uh, uh, signing books there. Uh, he was also on our podcast about a year ago. So <laughs> I know I totally missed that last name. But... Oh, you missed the first name, too. I know, so but I really, matter. really like him being Sherlock Holmes' yeah. an enemy. He's going to hit me when he sees me. Uh, but yes, well, um, the, the funny part the is, was in the Sherlock TV show, mm-hmm. the guy who plays Moriarty, like mm-hmm. his the the actor's name is Andrew. So when you say Andrew Moriarty, I'm definitely picturing him. Well, there it is. Did he write a book, The Shepherd? I, I don't think so. I think oh. that that's Andreas Molinari. That's easy for you to say. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's it's easy for a lot of people to say. Ninety eight percent of the population, but not people with a quote unquote. Speech impediment. Anyways. <laughs> it's a brain impediment. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> on social media, several labeled parts several labeled uh, parts of the film as a copycat of Game of Thrones. On the Chinese microblogging site Weebio, I'm just going through Weebio because that sounds fun, users wrote lengthy list of holes in the plot of Asura. The announcement from Asura official uh, Weebio account did not mention... Uh, the reasons the film had been pulled from theater. It is unclear what comes next for the film that spared no expense. Are they going to make an English language version for me to watch? I really hope so. I um, hope it's just dubbed really poorly. <laughs> with, with Jason doing the accent. Oh my! Oh, that would be <laughs> bonjour. Uh, so, uh, people from uh, uh, from the movie Asura, Asura, please contact Hobie and get Jason to. Uh, do some sub, do some dubbing over for uh, the American Look, version. The White Walkers are coming from the north. They're invading the wall. Uh, that's Game of Thrones. I even know that. What are you doing, Nasora? <laughs> uh, so they said the producers are possibly reworking the film to release it again at a later date. Because if you failed once, let's keep failing. You got to throw some more money into it. Yes. Uh, I think where they really failed is they actually named the character Ned Stark. <laughs> and Sean Bean was in it. <laughs> he died ten minutes in. Yes. Oh, well, that was like the, the, half the, the money. Was, they, half the money was paying for Sean Bean no. and then paying for a graphic, horrific death scene. No, the, the problem was Sean Bean was in it, but Sean Bean didn't agree to be in it. <laughs> so so they, they, they spliced together a bunch of Sean Bean's film roles together to into a. Uh, <laughs> A narrative. I see him running in a suit to having the Ned Stark outfit. I like it. To holding the Declaration of Independence. (laughs) Is that Nicolas Cage in the background? No, actually, that is Nicolas Cage. He decided to sign up for $12. Nicolas Cage actually signed up to be in the movie. I did Knowing. From the actor of Knowing. Uh, Let's see. So go see us, sir. Jeff, did you ever see the Russian superhero one? No, I did not. Oh, okay. I've been trying to track it down. Uh, maybe I should get, uh, what do you call it, uh, YouTube Red? Yeah. Because that seems to be the only place I found where it's available. Oh, okay. Is uh, paying YouTube to watch it. It's only like $10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just letting you know. <laughs> but... If I was going to pay ten dollars, I'd want to go see it in the theater. Do you think it's better than Justice League? Okay, everybody, we're asking for some uh, crowd <laughs> oh, crowdsourcing Jesus. here. Send Jeff ten dollars so he can get YouTube Red. Thank you. <laughs> One month. I think the first one's free. It is. <laughs> but then I can't cancel my subscription right away. 
Yes, you can. That's how it works. You try it. I think it's actually seven days free. Just uh, how long is it going to take you to watch a movie? Well, if I'm getting YouTube Red, then I have to watch all of Cobra Kai <laughs> and everything else they have on there, like Cobra Kai season two and Cobra Kai <laughs> and Step Up. Oh, they have the Step Up. Step one. Up. Oh, yeah, they got the Step Up uh, show. You're right. Yeah, and yeah. they got. Asura. Okay, so Jeff <laughs> might need $20 now. <laughs> See, and the more we talk... <laughs> There's three shows! <laughs> Even I can get through those. <laughs> no, I can't. Uh, anyways, San Diego Comic-Con wrap-up. Uh, we talked a little bit about it. Uh, trailers for Aquaman came out. Uh, Glass... Uh, which was from uh, the sequel to Split and Unbreakable. I still need to see Split, too. Yeah, I do, too. The trailer looked good for a glass. It looked enjoyable. Yeah. I probably would have enjoyed it much better if I had seen Split. Uh, you know, you know, he's a bad guy, so I feel like that's, you know... Obviously, I want to see Split, <laughs> but I'm just saying, I don't think it's horrible that yeah. you don't. Uh, let's see. The Walking Dead was out there. Season 9. Uh, Mayans. Um, uh, the new Sons of Anarchy. Uh movie or TV shows out there? I'm intrigued with that because I was a big Suns fan, so. Okay, so my question is this, the main star of my, I have no idea. I have not read anything. That's the only thing I saw because I'm, I won't go into it blind. And it starts in September. Mm-hmm. Do you think he's, uh, you think he's a cop, FBI agent? No. You don't think? I don't think, I, there probably will be somebody, but I don't think the. You don't think he's undercover? No. Okay. That was my biggest, and I'm not worried because I, I, I trust that they would write it well, but I was like, I wonder if he's an undercover cop in it. Uh, let's see. Uh, that looked good, though. I like my hands. It looked in- intriguing. I like that it takes in place after Sons of Anarchy. Oh, yeah. Um, I didn't need a prequel. Uh, let's see. God's Kings and Monsters. I was talking about that. That was my favorite one. Uh, Mothra looked really damn good in it. Uh, it was beautifully shot. Um, Eleven is in it. Thank you, Jeff. That's my Mothra impersonation. It's a really good Mothra impersonation. Uh, Rodan is in it. Uh, Rodan. I don't have a Rodan impersonation. <laughs> ah! There you go. Thank you. And uh, Ken, King, I never get his name right. The three-headed monster. King Ganuhurudu. There you go. Close enough. Uh, the, the idea is now we don't know what's happening. Is Godzilla on his own side? Is Mothra helping him? Is it, you know, everybody's going Battle to Battle Royale, every man for himself, every monster know. for himself. Yeah, if, uh, you get thrown over the top ropes, you're out. <laughs> but, you <laughs> or if you get decapitated, you're out. Now, I would Well, it be... depends if your power is to regenerate in your head. Then oh. you... Are we doing a uh, point system like we do for the WWE Royal Rumble? <laughs> well, Godzilla used a building. So that's an illegal object, so that's a point. Well, uh, flame shoot in his mouth. That's a, sp- that's a that's... finisher. <laughs> <laughs> Mothra flew. Yay! Yeah. Is that a finisher? I don't know Mothra's finisher. I mean, does he ever really land outside the ring? Why would you fly outside, like, around the ring if they can, they can just watch you out of the sky to the ground? If he lands, it's he's out. <laughs> Do you get points for eliminating yourself? I don't know. Uh, Godzilla looks really good, though. Uh, no, I think you don't get points for eliminating yourself. Oh, damn it. we got to make sure of that next season. <laughs> next year, next Rumble. Uh, let's see. Shazam! Uh, which we talked about. That looked really fun. Uh, Aquaman, Jeff, you saw that. What What yes. is your thoughts on it? I thought it looked pretty good. Okay. I'm intrigued to watch it. There are a couple things here or there that I'm like, or they might be going too far with that angle type thing, but damn Black Manta looked cool. 
Yeah, he looked exactly like the book. Mm-hmm. And he, I love his character. Especially because he looks terrible in the book, to be honest. That's like a goofy it is a big helmet, helmet that he wears. And I thought it was a clam. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what it looks like. <laughs> uh, are you excited about it? Is, as excited as I am about any superhero movie. Mm-hmm. Two hours of movie with Jason Momoa with no shirt on. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that comes out in December. I didn't realize it was this year. Yeah, I do have to say I'm still, though, still have to see uh, Justice League. We're, we will see that, you and I. Jason's illness prevented us from watching it this last week. I think illness is going to make us, feel, we're going to feel ill after watching it. Uh, but, go, go in with zero expectations. Oh, I have oh, none. I, yeah. I have none. But uh, I'm still... In fact, go in I'm with not 100% the expectations sold. that it might be the worst villain of all time. Oh, yeah, we, we, I heard that, yeah. Steppenwolf? Ste- yes, and then once you get over that... He probably doesn't even sing Born to be Wild, does he? No. Magic Carpet Ride? Nope. At least Magic Carpet Ride. Uh, once you go into that, you can you can actually might enjoy yourself. Okay. I like Cyborg and Flash. The ten minutes that I've seen, yeah. I like Ezra Miller in it. Just, He's enjoyable. <laughs> Just, it's not my Aquaman. Stop it. Stop it. Make a petition. <laughs> Make I should make a petition because Aquaman has to be blonde and wear an orange scaled shirt. What you you want Adrian Grenier? Yes, I want the Adrian Grenier version. Everybody does. Or the Vinny Chase version. Vinny Chase version. <laughs> uh, let's see uh, some reboot. Roswell, the UFO show that was on uh, CW or WB, whenever it was back in the day. That's got that just got rebooted. Along with Charmed, which we've talked about before. Oh, yeah. Same network, or... Uh, Roswell is on CW. Okay. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is getting rebooted. I saw that. Hold on. It it may not be a reboot. (laughs) They said it may actually be um, a re... Not a reimagining, I guess... A A continuation? A continuation, but they are only going to reference the original. So we'll see what happens in that, but... I. Personally, just make a sequel and make a new people in it. Who cares? Then you can't have the other people show up. Oh, so it's not going to be the they original not, cast? No, no, it's a whole new cast. Oh. So no Christy Swanson? Oh, <laughs> damn. No Paul Rubens? That would actually be awesome if Christy Swanson Luke was the... Luke Perry? No, he's on Riverdale, baby. Don't <laughs> don't be going taking him from that. Yeah, take him from Riverdale. Maybe Riverdale will then collapse. I hope it gets canceled. Buffy, why? It hasn't even had a chance yet. No, I'm hoping Riverdale gets canceled, yeah. canceled right before <laughs> Black Lightning does. <laughs> I thought you, I, I know you misspoke there, but yes. I thought I hope Riverdale gets cancer. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't wish cancer upon anybody. But television shows you can. Okay. I like Riverdale. <laughs> It's, it's not. They're not even guilty pleasures. Because, oh, Riverdale's a guilty pleasure. No, no. I mean, it, it's maybe a, a completely shameful, where it's a completely embarrassment uh, uh, pleasure. Oh, I'm, where you watch it and then you get done, you don't feel dirty. I mean, you feel actually, actually, you feel like you have mono and you can't get up is the only reason why you didn't turn it off. Maybe that's why. Yeah, <laughs> motto. Riverdale gave me mono. <laughs> With as much kissing going on in that show, it wouldn't surprise me. How 
many diseases does Riverdale carry? I don't know, but those teenagers are having a whole lot of sex. The, <laughs> the only show that has more kissing and it's more disease-ridden is probably The Bachelorette. Or Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> no, no, not, not Vanderpump Rules. Not on them. Kitch, kissing. Like the the most recent with the Bachelor when they had the guy on it, when it was Ari Lyondike Jr. He made out with every girl on there, and I, I'm sure they all ended up with mono. <laughs> I know. I did see a couple of minutes of the Bachelorette lately, recently. Oh man, that is so so oh. bad. Well, it was like I saw something about there's a one guy on there who's like a virgin. Yes. And he made a comment like to the producers is like, if I get picked like the final three, do I have to have sex with her? And then he was promptly voted out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get a rose or whatever they do now. Do you think it's scripted? Uh, it's Yes. It's not scripted, but it's Again, definitely influenced. I was actually expecting her to pick the puppet Wayne Newton. I really <laughs> thought she was gonna pick him. Uh, he looks bad. It's no Joe Schmo show. Everybody loves Joe Schmo show. <laughs> All three seasons. Kristen Wiig's best uh, show. And it's the best work she's ever done. Yes. Uh, finally, from CNET, an unusually large and completely intact tomb was found in Al- Alexandria. Not in the U.S. Virginia? Oh. People got excited. They made jokes about mummies and curses, and some even speculated it might have been the final resting place of Alexander the Great. It wasn't. Uh, many didn't want the damn thing open, but now about the dark uh, so- sarcophagus you got one right. is open, we all know what's inside it. Three skeletons and an abundance of red liquid. Later discovered to be liquid sewage that had leaked through a crack. Oh. Everybody thought it was blood. It wasn't. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> now people want to drink the red sewage. <laughs> they want to sip from the cup of demons. At this time, at the time of writing, 15,600 people have signed a petition. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay, people, stop signing petitions. <laughs> Title, let people drink the red liquid from the dark sarcophagus. I'll sign that petition. If somebody wants to be stupid enough to drink sewage from a uh, crypt, well, more power to them. Wait, wait, do these people have universal health care where I have to pay for their... In- their- <laughs> They're Egyptian, I'm assuming. Yeah, but... Does, I don't do do other people have to pay for it? Oh, probably. No, I mean, if, if they're stupid enough to drink it and get sick, they should they, they should be, have to force to be paid for their own health I think they're going to die. Well, <laughs> maybe, maybe they have to sign a, a waiver saying they're responsible for anything that uh, health problems that happen, not even just necessarily because of it, but happen after they drink it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, the description of the petition states, we need to drink the red liquid from the cursed dark sarcophagus in the form of some sort of carbonated energy drink so we can assume its powers and finally die. The comments, yeah. well, aka they... the reason why people signed the petition, petition, are definitely worth the price of entry. Here's two of them. From Brian Huntress, I must transcend my wretched form. Please give me the liquid. <laughs> From Adrian Zambrano, Zambrano, uh, I, don't, don't, I don't just want to drink it. I want to be baptized in it. <laughs> Uh, the petition is the creation of Scottish game developer Ennis McKendrick, who most recently worked on No Man's Sky. I'll be honest, I don't think anybody fucking worked on that show, that game, so shut up. They did work on it. They Bucky just didn't McKendrick. finish the work. This is what you're going to be able to do in it. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, we can't do a tenth of that. Sorry. I gave you what it promised to give you. What? The, the sky. Pro- the, the problem was it just wasn't exciting after no. the first time you played it. Not even the first ten minutes. 
Yep, I'm flying. Here I go again. I mean, the whole thing was the algorithm to create new planets and blah, 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 and all that stuff. I mean, that's kind of cool. That doesn't mean there's good gameplay behind that. No, no. Uh, I do, uh, going back in the text here, I think we have something that that's really uh, telling. That they want to get it in red liquid from a cursed dark, uh, cursed dark sarcophagus in the form of some sort of carbonate energy drink so we can assume its powers and finally die. They want to die. They want to die. So, so you wouldn't be paying for health insurance. Yeah, so yeah. let them fucking drink it. So this is on a suicide. Yeah. Okay. I feel like they already made this. It's Mountain Dew Red, isn't it? <laughs> that's, that's what it Mountain is, Mountain right? Dew Code Red. <laughs> we got it from a sewage run to a sarcophagus in, in Egypt. I now picture this as a Saturday Night Live skit. <laughs> Welcome to Mountain Dew Code Red. Uh, <laughs> there's your news of the geek. Life is a mystery. Confusion is all around us. The truth is out there, but you won't find it here. Maybe it was the ghost of an alien that worked for the government. You know, you remove the alien anal probe out of the story, and it probably wasn't this guy's worst Saturday night. Welcome to Hysteria 51, a weekly oddcast of conspiracy theories, mysteries, and the unexplained. All viewed through sceptical eyes and the blurry lens of a beer bottle. Listen to Brent and John make sense of it all each week. By subscribing, find us on iTunes by searching Hysteria 51 or anywhere else fine podcasts are sold. Jeff, what are you doing September 14th through 16th? I'm going to be at the Cincinnati Comic Expo. Jim will be there, too. Yes, I will. A-Pans will be there. All right. Blake, maybe. Scab Jeff will probably be there. Yes. Was the llama going to be there? The llama is probably going to be there. I talked with Scab Jeff. He said, he asked if he should bring the llama. And I said, hell yes. You always bring the llama. September 14th through 16th at the Duke Energy Convention Center. In Cincinnati, Ohio. Get your tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com. There is a plethora of cosplayers coming, famous cosplayers, famous artists and writers of comic books and novels, and also lots of big Hollywood movie stars, including Agent Coulson himself, Clark Gregg. Jeff, who else is coming? Summer Glau? Summer Glau is definitely going to be there. Nikolai Costa-Waldo. Mm, from I, Game of Thrones. I heard that, uh, uh, that uh, Reading Rainbow. Take uh, a look. It's in a book. LeVar Burton. LeVar Burton's going to be there. Yes, yes, he is. The real Karate Kid. Uh, William Zabka. Yes, he will be. And we always forget about him, and we shouldn't. Carl Urban is going to be there. That's a pretty big name. We forget. When do we forget about Carl Urban? Oh, we Urban? don't. We don't forget about him. Every week we say it. So, yes, uh, get your tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com. Uh, Hobie will be there. We'll have a booth. We'll have lots of trivia to play and uh, raffles and everything else giving away. Um, so, yeah, come see us. And we got even a new banner for it, Jeff. You're broadcasting the banner now. Shh, shh don't say anything. Shh. <laughs> well, LeVar Burton's bringing books, okay? So we got to bring something. Uh, get your tickets at CincinnatiComicExpo.com. Follow them on Facebook. And follow us at the History of Bad Ideas, and we update you with a lot of the announcements as well. It's time for Box Office Bombs. All right, time for what disappointed at the 
weekly box office. Per 411mania.com, unfriended colon dark web, made only $3.5 million in its opening weekend, and those are not happy numbers for the production company Blumhouse. They were expecting a mid-high single-digit opening, so somewhere in the $9 million range. The first unfriended was a breakout hit with $15.8 million in April of 2015. Audiences just weren't interested in an unfriended sequel and only had a 57% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. That actually doesn't sound horrible, though, for a horror movie. Uh, yeah, it does, because those tend to get a lot of higher ratings than they deserve. On Rotten Tomatoes? Yeah. Really? I think huh. so. I could be wrong. Okay. I, I always think horror movies are overrated, so... Okay. Uh, Dark Web was cheap, but it may not even make back its $1 million plus marketing budget. A $10 million final domestic gross is possible, but is not even certain. They put a lot of marketing into this movie, and uh, I actually thought it looked halfway decent for a horror movie. I'm not going out and paying for it, but uh, I thought it looked decent. Uh, their best hope it does something in the second market or something, uh, video or... Well, they're kind of getting razzed online too, because they're on Twitter on opening night, Friday night, their hashtag was hey, get this tweet, uh, trending beware dark web, and tell us about your dark web experiences. Nope, nope, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> My dark web experiences is, I've never been on it. And people were like, please don't encourage this. Don't <laughs> tell people don't go on the dark web. That should not be there. Right. I live in the dark web. You are the dark web. Ooh, I like that name. That's a cool villain name. The, the dark, dark web. web. Oh, I think Spider-Man's got a new villain. He does. He stole all his credit card information. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> Peter Parker can't get into college. <laughs> he can't get credit cards. <laughs> I can't even get a car. <laughs> what else we got, Jeff? Uh, the top five this week. Number one, Equalizer 2 made $36 million in its opening week on a $62 million budget. Uh, that was a big surprise. They were expecting mid-20s. And oh. it surpassed it. Okay. I'm shocked. Uh, Denzel Washington uh, draws a crowd, and people like uh, him doing an action thriller. His milkshake brings the girls to the yard. Wubba, wubba, wubba. Did we just know. combine songs? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, number two, uh, <laughs> Mama Mia colon Here We Go Again made $34.5 million in its opening weekend on a $75 million budget. Hi, I'm so glad they brought Cher in. <laughs> I, I didn't even realize they did. Yes. Oh. Neither did she. I saw something like on Twitter or whatnot, some guy like standing there with the Mamma Mia billboard behind him, screaming, Really? They're giving us a goddamn sequel to Mamma Mia? They can't afford to make a uh, third Tron movie? <laughs> the entire <laughs> FX budget of Tron uh, Legacy was cheaper than what you have to pay to get Meryl Streep. This is <laughs> fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I like that he went for Tron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of all the films, let's get a third Tron. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, the coming in third, Hotel Transylvania Three: Colon Summer Vacation made twenty-three million, a total of ninety-one million, on an eighty million dollar budget. Stop it! 
If people are going to come and watch, they're going to keep making them. Yep. I don't know why people are still watching. But did, did you hear, like, what it was about? It was about Dracula going on vacation. Yes. And Van Helsing tries to kill him. And shocking, she sucks at her job. <laughs> no pun intended. Has there ever been a Van Helsing film that they're good at their job? I'm telling you, they really need to go into a different line of work. I'm confused. What? Van she Helsing. Was, she wasn't Van Helsing in the Van Helsing movie. Oh, that's right. That was just her family. Yeah, her, fa- her family was Vampire Hunters. Van Helsing was a different character. Van Helsing. They were helping. My bad. <laughs> it was a rough movie. It was a long time ago. Oh, that's true. It was a terrible movie. I should not blame you for not picking up plot points in that movie. Because <laughs> the writers did not pick plot points in that movie. I completely forgot that movie existed. Thanks. <laughs> I just remember that Universal was so happy. And they were going to keep the uh, sets around because they were waiting to do a TV series on it, too. <laughs> in between the movies. Because yeah. they were like, planning a trilogy. And then they're like, it didn't do well. They're like, just knock it down. Yeah, just destroy the sets now. <laughs> we don't need to save them anymore. <laughs> uh, number four, Ant-Man and the Wasp made $16 million. A total of $165 million. On a budget of 162 million. Well, that's thanks to Jeff and I this week. Good job, guys. I did. We 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 got them uh, in the week that uh, they got their budget. Yep. Uh, 300 million worldwide over that. So they said it will be a success. Uh, I think so. Uh, the Incredibles two made 11.5 million, a total of 557 and a half million dollars on a 200 million dollar budget. It's pretty impressive. Number one animated film in terms of gross ever. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. I will get you a list. That has uh, passed The Lion King? I'll double check. Well, Go ahead. That would be impressed. Um, upcoming, uh, July 27th, 2018, we have Mission Impossible colon Fallout. That is surprisingly about Ethan Hunt and his IMF team, along with some familiar allies, race against time after a mission gone wrong. You know, those Mission Impossibles always go wrong. This is at least the, what, sixth time a mission went wrong? I, I thought they would have been disavowed everybody by now. Yeah, but then they clear their names. <laughs> uh, also coming out is Teen Titans Go! Exclamation point to the movies. This is a villain's maniacal plan for world domination sidetracks five teenage superheroes who dream of Hollywood stardom. Ooh, they're trying to go Hollywood. Can't trust those superheroes going Hollywood. Nickelodeon was doing a uh, Teen Titans, um, or Cartoon Network, I'm sorry, was doing a uh, Teen Titans marathon this weekend uh, that I was able to watch a little bit of. It's a really funny show. Much better than the Titans trailer that was at San Diego Comic-Con. See, I saw that one. I didn't think it looked awful. Everyone ripping it, and I didn't think it looked that bad. Uh, Starfire looks horrible. Uh, you, there were hardly any shots. I She's mean, not I orange. <laughs> Starfire looks yeah, horrible, I... but he liked Black Lightning's costume. Stop it! <laughs> it grew on me. It's awful. Stop it! You're uh, awful. They were like, You're out of line. Two quick. You can't handle the truth. I can't. Two quick cuts of Starfire, and that was it. And I Beast mean, Boy looked interesting. Again, two quick cuts. You don't really know. There's a lot of Dick Grayson. I think there's... The only problem I have is I think they might be playing him too angsty for Dick Grayson. If they were going to do that, they should have done Nightwing, a Nightwing series. I mean, Nightwing's not even angsty. 
No, but you could have put him in Bloodhaven, and it, it's a rough area. I could. Well, they it. wanted Titans. They wanted. No, the I team. get that. I'm just saying. No, I'm just, they could have done a different Robin or something. They're doing Star Girl on DC now too. The DC uh, um, service. Oh, okay. Star Girl live action. That looks fun. I like Star Girl. I think she's a fun character. I'm trying to is she the one that carries the big yep. thing? Okay. The big cane, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like her. I think that could be a good character. Uh, Lion King made four hundred twenty-three million. Wow. Number one. Uh, number two was Shrek 2. Uh, that made... Uh, sorry. What was uh, Incredibles rated? Uh, P- Ooh, that's a good question. PG? Yeah. Uh, Finding Nemo oh, uh, made $380 million. So that was number three. So I was just trying to go through some of these. And Frozen kind of surprised me. Uh, $400 million. There you go. All righty. What else we got? Um, boom, boom, boom. Uh, buy, sell. Oh, buy and sell in the stock. Uh, we're looking. Uh, you can check the uh, Hollywood Stock Exchange where mm-hmm. uh, History of Bad Ideas has a uh, league going. I still have not bought anything other than Start my initial stuff. two. <laughs> I never remember to go check it out. You should. I should. It's a fun league. But uh, Denzel Washington, he is at $53.75 compared to Aaron Eckhart. $47.29. Lloyd, before he got fired, said it was very it was damn difficult to find somebody at $53 around that. So he went with Aaron Eckhart. Well, comparing Denzel Washington to Aaron Eckhart on equal footing, I surprised Denzel Washington is that low. I think this is a, especially with uh, the equalizer starting at $36 million this mm-hmm. week, I think Denzel Washington is probably someone uh, looking to buy. So you're buying? I'll sell buy. I'm going to buy, too, because I'm rooting for Virtuosity, too. Uh, honestly, that's cheap for Denzel Washington. I'll buy. Okay. Uh, In well. fact, let me go buy right now. <laughs> oh. uh, also, uh, Amanda Seyfried, $23.46. Comparing that to Maggie Smith at $22.94. Why Maggie Smith above Amanda Seyfried? Well, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, um, I don't think Amanda Seyfried and Maggie Smith will ever be going out for the same roles. Why don't you have Cher compared to Maggie Smith? <laughs> I don't think Cher was on HSX. Well, let's wait to well, find out. Let's find out. Let's buy... No, I don't want to buy Cher. Matter of fact of... I'm not buying Amanda Seyfried. I don't think she's that great of an actress. She kind of creeps me out. Cher is not on there. Nope. Are you wow. buying Amanda or not? She looks like an alien. She She, she kind of does. I mean, if, if she plays an alien role, maybe. <laughs> I just don't think she's that great of an actress. I was in... She was in Veronica Mars, wasn't she? She was in Ted too. Wasn't she the wasn't she the girl that got killed in Veronica Mars? Am I thinking that right? Sure. We're gonna uh, say yes. The murder mystery around the first season mm-hmm. or Sure. I was really thinking Ted too when they kept comparing her to Gollum. Ouch. <laughs> you didn't I never see saw that? Ted too. Oh my no. they kept on comparing her to Gollum in her eyes and they're at like the the Comic Con <laughs> and then there's like a fight scene and the like the like the guy uh, cosplaying Gollum looks up like ah, and right next to her, and the eyes are the same. They look exactly alike. <laughs> so she has humor about it at least. Was she playing herself? Yes. Oh. Oh, no, she was, no, she was playing a, a role. Oh, okay. But she was she playing a lawyer for him. But yeah, but they kept making fun of her eyes. Uh huh. She was in Mean Girls, wasn't she? Yes. Yeah. She was in Mean Girls. I'm still selling. I'll sell. Uh, Twenty three isn't that expensive, but she's not going to be something to. So, Should be a Mamma Mia 3. Yeah, I'm not waiting for that. Um, I don't think she will 
bring all the boys to the yard, so I'll probably sell. Blake, what do you do? Sell! Uh, that is our box office. I think it's time to go to top five. That wonderful music means only one thing. Top five. You know what? Time out. Hendo is supposed to give us some music for top five. Yes. Good news is I get to harass him on Monday. July oh, you're 30th. recording Monday. Yes. Yes. I am going to harass him because I'll be on Gotham Lights Pod where we talk about the Orville episode number nine. Uh, so did it, that come back? Uh, it comes back in December. So they're going to do the Orville episodes up until then. They got a well, long break. <laughs> they haven't finished or. No, they took a break because Gotham came back, unfortunately. Oh, so now they have to catch up on the Orville. Yes, because Gotham's not coming back for who knows when. Because you already talked to them earlier about... uh, I actually was, I think, on episode six or seven. (laughs) That was like two years ago. Yes. (laughs) Uh, So, yes, uh, Tony was from Salty Language was on episode eight. Ah. Uh, But, yeah, I'm doing the... I forget which one it was. Uh, But, yes, so I'll be doing episode nine. Uh, that'll be out next week uh, with Heno and Stephanie, so I appreciate them. Which episode on. of the Orville is this? I believe that's the love one. Uh, I'll double check. The love one. That I'll double helps. check. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you mean by the love one. You know what, Jeff? I don't know what I mean, okay? Just <laughs> shut up. But if we're talking about theme music for Top 5, I thought about a month ago we had a great... Uh, on the worst episode ever? Worst episode ever. We had great theme music for I don't Top 5. That one. I don't remember that. That was the point. Anyways, uh, it was Cupid's Dagger. I'm sorry. The Orville is called to mediate a peace treaty between two warring cartel cultures. Oh. That one, yeah. Oh, that's the one where the, yeah, her ex-boyfriend or Rob Lowe. Yeah, Rob yep. Lowe. That was a good one. I like that one. That'll be a fun one to talk about. Yes. You have fun. So, that'll be on the Orville next we'll week. We'll give Heno and Stephanie my love. I'll give them a big hug. So, just want to say thank you for that. Uh, so, top five this week is favorite Saturday Night Live skits. This is a tough one. This was a real tough one because narrowing it down to five. After 43 years, you have to narrow it down to five. And uh, unlike some of our uh, listener picks and everything, I broke it down to individual skits, not reoccurring sketches. So, if it's a recurring sketch, I would tell you which one it was. That's fine. Yeah. That's I fine. agree with Jim. I did the same thing. I also... Uh, uh, yeah, I, I refused to Hobie this one because it's so easy to Hobie it. I decided to give myself a challenge. Okay. So I've got oh plenty of honorable mentions, but I, I came up with a top five. One then enough to make uh, Annalise and Neil proud. Okay. <laughs> I did one Hobie. Oh. But you know what? I'm going to actually move that down to a separate category. Okay, yeah. I, I didn't do any Hobies, but... I, I, I can if you want me to, but no. <laughs> I, I, I did, coming up with five, it's pretty tough to do, so I broke them down into categories. Mm-hmm. So I got five different categories and then tried to pick what I thought was my favorite of that category. Okay. For, for me, I again, I didn't take some of the obvious ones that I think are just absolutely fantastic skits, mm-hmm. but pretty much everybody's been saying them on their, uh, on their listener picks and everything. I tried to go a little more obscure on some of them, but... Maybe uh, we should have said it obscure Saturday Night no, Live. You could, <laughs> whatever you want to put on there for, for your favorite. You know what? You could do another top five. We could do another one of these in 20 episodes and still come up with five different ones. We could. We could even do top five favorite uh, SNL skits uh, commercial ones. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's one of yeah, my categories. Yeah. 
Uh, let's see. Je- uh, Jim, you go first. What's your number five? My number five is one of them that's been on people's list or is on like a couple lists on I saw online. Mm-hmm. It'll be Colonel Angus. It's uh, Christopher Walken. Uh, he's a southern uh, a southern family welcomes a uniquely named Colonel Angus to stay at the Shady Thicket Plantation. You remember this? It was uh, season twenty eight in two thousand three. And pretty much all it is is them talking about Colonel Angus. <laughs> <laughs> it's an entire skit of... Uh, Innuendo. That's the word I'm looking for, yeah. And it, it's just fantastic. And it... Ah, oh, <laughs> if Colonel Angus stays too long, just tap him on the head. <laughs> <laughs> and then he loses... He, he, after the uh, uh, big problem at uh, Big Beaver, uh, where they lost many men and... Colonel Angus had jaw injury. He lost his ranking, so they had to call him by his real name, his first name, Anal. Anal Angus. <laughs> but just uh, them keeping in character the entire time was, was great. Christopher and Walken, Chris a- Parnell, Chris Amy, Parnell Poehler, Amy Poehler, Rachel Dratch. Rachel, yeah. That was a good and, skit. And Maya Rudolph briefly in it. Okay. Jeff, what's your number five? Uh, let's see. Which one am I doing? Number five. Um, I think I'll go for my stuff they did, like pre-recorded stuff, like not mm-hmm. stuff they did live, but where they they did a bunch of stuff pre-recorded. And I'm going with the uh, male synchronized swimming routine. I know you. I know you. <laughs> That's uh, early '80s. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Uh, oh, I forgot their name. Martin Short, and Christopher Guest. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it was yeah. Christopher Guest. I couldn't remember. It was Martin was. Short. Okay. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that was yeah one from a time when most people forgot. But I knew you. I but knew you. Uh, just watching them get ready to for the male synchronized swimming to make it to the Olympics. I'm like Martin Short's though. character can't even swim. Yes. Yeah, he's he's wearing the little fit floaties, or, floaties, yeah, floaties. and the the oh. <laughs> oh. Uh, my number five. Actually, I put it on Hobie today. Uh, Tom Brokaw pre-tapes because he's going on vacation. Uh, it's Dana Carvey. Did you see that one? I'm not remembering this one. Go ahead. Okay, I put it on Hobie's Facebook page today. Dana Carvey plays Tom Brokaw with a, you know, I'm Tom Brokaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't do it. Shock, I can't do it. I was about to say, that was better than most of the ones you I'm give. I'm Tom Brokaw. <laughs> and he's going on vacation. He wants to spend the month on vacation. So he's standing behind, he's sitting behind the desk, and the producer is going, okay. Well, let's let's do this before you're gone. So he's like, Gerald Ford today died at the age of 86. Okay, let's do another one. His, next year he dies. He dies at the age of 87. Okay, let's do another one. Gerald Ford died of AIDS today. Wait a minute. He can't <laughs> die of AIDS. Well, you don't know if you're the one that went to the vacation for a month. He's like, okay, let's do another one. Gerald Ford was killed by a pack of wolves today. <laughs> and he's like... Really? That's not what happens. And the producer was like, Taft was. Really? Okay, let's do it. <laughs> and another one is, I forget what it was. He was uh, shot by the re-mummified corpse of, uh, <laughs> of uh, Richard Nixon. And I'm gay. Wait, what? <laughs> He's like, but I'm not gay. But if you came out, we would be the first to report on it. <laughs> So he did, it's about five minutes. Yeah, of them that. trying to predict the news while he's yeah. gone for a month. It's all Gerald Ford. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, was, was Gerald Ford even relevant at the no, time? No, no, it was from '96. Yeah, uh, 
Uh, I just love when he played Tom Brokaw on those characters, but I still remember that one. It's one of my favorites. Uh, this one, okay, so I, 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 the character weighs on me and is a recurring character. It annoys me, but the first time they did it, the reason why I loved it is because he was so energized and everybody started breaking character. They were trying to hide it so well. Uh, they were trying. I think you're taking one off my list. Van down by the river. Matt Foley. Yep. Matt Foley. And I did. The character annoyed me after the first ep, The first time. Oh, the, the the first time was the best. Everything else, yeah. it was funny. Blah blah blah. But no, the first one was great. Yeah. David Spade and Christina Applegate sitting on the couch, just, just <laughs> trying to hold it in. Phil Hartman's the one that hires them. He's the dad. He hires Matt Foley, motivational speaker, to give his kids a pep talk. Yeah. And uh, just the whole thing, and then when he falls yeah. through the table, the coffee yeah. table, yeah. and just to see Dana Carter, I mean uh, David Spade's face on it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that, I'm going with yeah. that as my number Apparently, four. Yeah, that was a bit that uh, uh, Farley? Farley. Farley. I was going to say Foley, but no, that Farley brought with him that yeah. he, he did. He perfected on stage at the Second, Second City. Second City. And because uh, I watched the Chris Farley uh, documentary last year, mm-hmm. and. And Matt Foley is a real person, a friend or whatever, college friend of Chris Farley's <laughs> and apparently a priest. <laughs> uh, okay, so what else you got? Uh, my, Matt Foley was my number four. Oh, that was your number four, okay. Yeah, uh, that was in my other category that encompassed everything that the other categories did not. Uh, what is yours number four, Jim? Yes, my number four would have to be Leon Phelps as the ladies' man. Which one? Specifically, the Monica Lewinsky <laughs> episode, where 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 they again? Of course, he drinks his Cavassier, and he asks caller, "What is your query?" And the caller turns out to be Linda Tripp, played by John Goodman. What is? It? Are you the most hated? Per- I'm the go the most hated person in America, and like they hear like click click click. Wait wait, Linda, are you trying to tape this? No, that's when people just driving by this phone booth throwing <laughs> bottles and cans at me. <laughs> the best is they brought Goodman back as a reoccurring character with it's, Linda. It's, oh yeah, <laughs> and at the, at the end of the episode, he's talking about. Uh, Monica, will you ever forgive Linda Tripp? She's like, no. Oh, she just lets you know that Monica Lewinsky will hold a grudge against John Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your number three? My number three, uh, this was from 2013, so it's uh, a little more recent. It's the dating game It's a Date, uh, hosted by Bill Hader. Okay. And he has uh, what's it, Melissa Bear or whatever her uh, name is playing the girl in the dating game. Mm-hmm. And they go to the first contestant, and it's Bobby Moynihan sitting there. And he uh, just introduces him. He's like, hi. And then they introduce the next bachelor. Well, there's two bachelors. It's uh, uh, Justin Timberlake and a- Andy Sandberg, uh, the characters from Dick in a Box. Okay. <laughs> and so they, they start singing every response. And they go, let's go to the third Bachelor. Oh, Bachelors. And it's Steve Martin and Dan Aykroyd as two wild and crazy guys. <laughs> <laughs> and every time they, they, ask, they ask Bobby Moore, and oh, what's your favorite, what would be your favorite date? And he gives, like, a real answer. And the girl's like, mm, no, don't like it. <laughs> and like, the first thing, Bobby Moore looks after the announcer, but he's like, was I supposed to bring a friend? <laughs> <laughs> and then the, they ask the questions, and... 
Sa- uh, Sandberg and uh, Timberlake. Timberlake sing every response, and it and the qu- and the answers are just disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's your favorite date? And they, they talk about taking her to the mall, and then afterwards, just like railing that ass. <laughs> it's like, oh, that sounds interesting. <laughs> By the way, like I'm not going to win, <laughs> but it was like the first episode of that season. It just bring everybody back. It yeah. was it was hilarious. That was number three. My number three, Jeff. Uh, my number three, I'll put uh, in my uh, fake commercials list here. Okay. Um, and I'm going with Happy Fun Ball. That don't taunt Happy Fun Ball. <laughs> that was in my honorable mentions. I not, had all the commercials in yeah. honorable mentions. Not not for use in some states. <laughs> in the list. <laughs> Do not I think there are more things on the states than list. Yeah, it's more than more... states. If Happy Fun Ball begins to glow, please run away. <laughs> Do not talk. Happy Fun Ball. They, they found a Radio- chunk, uh, radioactive chunk from outer space, and they're selling it as a toy. Uh, <laughs> that's not some, that's some of the best toys they sold. <laughs> Uh, number three for me, uh, this is a classic. Everybody's got to do it, but I love this one. I still do. I still remember watching it the first time. The Chippendales dance off between Patrick Swayze and uh, Chris Farley. That that was second to my Matt Foley in my other category. The Chippendales was, one is funny just because the judge was like, it was a tough call. Like, Does it come down to the, the, the weight? Yes, yes, it is. And that was actually one of Chris Farley's first skits. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I think it might have been his first. It was his first season. But. And the funny thing is, though, that one was actually on. That skit was like a 12.30, 12.40, like one of the last mm-hmm. skits of the night. So he didn't even have a big audience, and then it just got grew. Oh, and then because I, I remember the following week, they did a skit during the news. It was when Dennis Miller was hosting the news. And Chris Farley was like the last guy to finish the marathon or something. <laughs> yeah. So he's wearing, like, yeah. running singlet or whatnot. And. Like, he finishes his interview and turns and walks away and, you know, ass crack or whatnot. And he and Dennis Miller just goes, are we going to see the new guy's ass crack every week? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number two uh, is what the... I still think it's one of the funniest things that they've ever done, obviously. Dick in a Box. I still love that one. It's a um, dick in a box. And I actually like the motherfucker one, too. Uh, that was a, uh, that Lonely Island did. Of the Lonely Island, I, I like Lazy Sunday, the first one. I like did. Lazy Sunday. Let me say and Dick in a Box, I had his honorable mentions for my pre record I had that, uh, Jizz in My Pants, <laughs> and uh, Jack Sparrow. Jack Sparrow is funny with Michael Bolton. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Michael Bolton's a real cinephile. <laughs> and the best is that with Michael Bolton, it's because he's playing Forrest Gump, Aaron Brockovich in the video. <laughs> he's just playing the different roles. Uh-huh. Uh, I like Motherfucker because Susan Sarandon's in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's one of the people. It's that... Susan Sarandon and... Uh, I can't think of the other one. Uh, blonde. Uh... You would know her, too, if you saw her. Yeah. No, I don't remember I, who Je- else was in it. Jeff, what's your number two? Oh, back to my for not my number two uh, for my political. Mm-hmm. God, the Saturday Night Live's known for their politics uh, mm-hmm. spoofing here or whatnot. Uh, I went back to the dark days of 1988 with the Bush Dukakis debates. <laughs> Time out. This is when Dukakis raised his his uh, level. <laughs> yeah. <Beep. Beep. laughs> A little too high. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, that's when Dana Carvey was, like, f- finally fleshing out how to do George Bush. And 
he's going on. It's like they ask him the question. He's like, "Well, we got to stay the course. A thousand points of light. Now, I don't want to take up too much. Oh no, you got plenty of time. You still got now a minute and a half left for your response. Let me repeat." <laughs> A thousand points of light. Stay the course. And what did Dukakis say? And then they're like, uh, Governor Dukakis, rebuttal. I can't believe I'm losing to this guy. <laughs> they bring out Dan Quayle. It's a, like, 13-year-old kid. Yeah. <laughs> did, how did you think you're... I think he did great. <laughs> Not going to do it. Not going <laughs> to do it. <laughs> uh, Jim, what's your number two? My number two, I am going to go way, way back and go with... Uh, Garrett Morris is prisoner on his uh, parole hearing when he decides he's going to sing a song. And the song goes something like, I'm going to get me a shotgun and kill all the whiteys I see. <laughs> I'm going to get me a shotgun and kill all the whiteys I see. I don't think I've ever seen that skit. Oh, oh, it's based one. off of an act. Like, it was uh, like a variety show where there's this old lady and she was playing the piano, and she sang the song of Get Me a Shock and Kill All the Darkies I See. And this was, like, from the 50s or 60s. Like, oh, my God. So Garrett just reversed and Garrett it. Garrett just reversed it. <laughs> oh, wow. And then, like, people on the pool, the people just like. <laughs> that was in the 50s they said that? Oh, my God. Yeah, this was an old uh, variety show. Like, I like that. He switched. Okay. Oh, and it. it and just the, the shock value of it was just fantastic. <laughs> Did they grant him parole at the oh, end? Oh, no, no, drag him out of the, <laughs> the room <laughs> as you were trying to sing more of the song. What's your number one? My number one, It's I don't know if it's really a skit, but it was a skit amongst an entire show. Okay. Uh, on uh, Buckwheat getting shot. <laughs> okay. That was an honorable mention of mine. I mean, it was... Uh, <laughs> Hey, Mr. Wheat. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, they, they rush him to the hospital, and then the newscasters are running there, and they're talking, did you see this? The buckwheat got shot. I'm like, what? And so the people who are, the doctors are like, oh, let's, let's air it. And yeah. they keep showing it. Yeah, they keep showing the footage over and over again. Like, people trying to save his life stop to see what happened in the middle of surgery. And then they bring on, and then they, they catch the guy who killed, who shot buckwheat. That was like the next week. Yeah, yeah, and it was uh, it was John David Stutz was his name, and then he gets killed, he gets shot, kind of like a Jack Ruby killing Oswald thing, and And then they had the commercial, the the, uh, commercial for life insurance, and you could die tomorrow just like John David Stutz, (laughs) like three seconds after he gets Uh shot, commercial life insurance commercial brought to you by Mutual of Omaha. It was just the entire buckwheat getting shot uh, was. Fantastic. <laughs> I definitely Je- had that as an honorable mention. Jeff, what's your number one? Uh, my number one, I got to go with it. Uh, in the category of uh, spoofs of mm-hmm. TVs or movies, uh, I went with Celebrity Jeopardy. That's my number one as well. Specifically episode? the episode where Norm MacDonald is playing uh, Burt Reynolds. With the, the first or hat. second time? The first. Okay. Where Turd Ferguson... <laughs> wearing the big cowboy. Is it funny because it's oversized? You know that Is that one. the one French Stewart? Yeah, I think it was French yeah, Stewart. Okay. Yeah. French Stewart. Because that was my number one. Yeah, all from the mind of French Stewart. What did you bet? Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, I think that was also the first one with uh, Sean, Sean Connery. Sean Connery, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Because the first Celebrity Jeopardy, it Darryl was. Daryl Hammond. Daryl Hammond was mm-hmm. Trebek. 
They didn't have Sean Connery, yeah. Yeah, but then I suppose he was doing his Connery, so they got I think Farrell, Farrell to I do think, it. I think, I think S-Words was uh, one of the categories in that one. Yes. <laughs> I'll take Swords. Uh, that would be it. <laughs> ah, okay, I'll take Swords, too. Swords. Uh, for, let's do uh, 25000 <laughs> That's not... <laughs> okay, we'll take Swords for 200 <laughs> Uh I'll take uh, Ape Tit. Uh, <laughs> that's La Petite. Uh, no, that's mine. Uh, petite. <laughs> Uh, good job, Jeff. That's my number one, too. Uh, I'll do some quick... Let's do a quick honorable quick mentions. mentions. Shoot them. Uh, this one was a recent one. I had David S. Pumpkins with Tom Hanks. That was a pretty good one. It's just... It's, it's just absurd. Yes! To, like, the nth degree. I have no... The first time I saw it, I was like, I have no idea what... What, should, what I just watched. Yeah, and then you start watching it more, it's like... And Hanks sells it so good. Yeah. And even uh, they had the two guys, with Moynihan and whoever dancing yeah, behind dancing. them as the skeletons. It's yes. like... This is ridiculous. And it's like, it's the elevator, and it's like, well, this is on floor... 73 yeah. of the 100 floor. <laughs> yeah. uh, I had daily affirmation with Michael Jordan, Stuart Smalley. Oh, Michael, yeah. look in the, look look in the, the mirror. mirror. You are <laughs> good enough. Uh, and then I had... Um, let's see here. Space, colon, the infin- uh, infinite frontier with Harry Carey. Jeff Goldblum plays the astrophysicist. That just made me think of one that I completely forgot. Will Ferrell goes, Hey, if the moon was made of cheese, I know it's not. What happens if it was made of spare ribs? Would you eat it? And Jeff Goldblum's playing the astrophysics. He's like, What? And he's like, I would. The Harry Carey like, in it, yeah. And he's, and he's like, He's like, I don't know how to answer. He's like, Just say yes, and we'll move on. <laughs> Uh, and then I had commercials. I had uh, Adobe, the little car made of clay. I had that and Adobe, yeah. Cold and Blow with Phil Hartman. I had that one there, too. Uh, little Chocolate Blow. Donuts. Are you reading my list? Little <laughs> Chocolate Donuts are on my breakfast table. <laughs> Just him running around the okay, track, I'm, passing all those people. I got one more commercial on my honorable mentions. I want to see if you have... Uh, did I you have I another? I accidentally just forgot what the, my last one was. Hold on. I oh. had uh, Super Happy Fun Ball. Uh, what's yours? Uh, the, the We Make Change. Oh, yes! <laughs> How do you make money? Volume. Volume. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> I forgot about that one. You come in with two, quarter, or two quarters, we'll give you five, uh, five times, maybe ten nickels. <laughs> People go, how do you make money? Volume. Volume. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I'm sorry. The other one I just thought about, too, is um, honorable mention for me. Is uh, Dan Aykroyd when they're showing the Halloween costumes, the unsafe oh, the ones? Oh, the unsafe ones, yeah. And he's the salesman trying to say, oh, no, no, they're safe. Yeah, the kid true. with the plastic over his face. <laughs> uh, that, along with the uh, bag of glass. Yeah, the toys, the uh-huh. unsafe toys. The unsafe toys. Switchblade yeah. uh, doll. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> What is it? Nerf ball. You can choke. Ah! <laughs> uh, Jeff, any other honorable mentions? Honorable quick. mentions. I had uh, Ross Perot. You know, can I finish? <laughs> uh, for my TV spoof game show, one of my favorites that didn't make my list was the uh, Jackie Rogers Jr.'s $100,000 cash jackpot <laughs> wad. Yep. Um, you said all those. We said all those. Uh uh, the time uh, John Lovitz playing Satan was on the People's Court. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Mephistopheles, you may be the king of the underworld, but in my courtroom, I'm in command. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Uh, all Deep Thoughts by Jack Handy. <laughs> and uh, the one I just realized as you were talking was uh, the William Shatner uh, skit where they turned the USS Enterprise right into a revolving into restaurant. restaurant. <laughs> 
Where Con, Con comes in as a uh, with the health inspector. Kirk, <laughs> there's no sneeze, Con Kirk. <laughs> that was on my uh, honorable mentions. Okay. My honorable mentions, I have the uh, uh, Robert De Niro talking about the terrorist names. Uh, like Mr. Haida Salami. <laughs> we have, uh, pretty much are getting a bunch of tips from uh, high school and college kids. <laughs> I'd been... I'd been 14. <laughs> We're just all these bad names. And it, yeah, it's funny. Uh, then, it's true. Then I have a couple Black Jeopardy episodes. The one yes. where Tom Hanks is playing the guy, where, the old guy wearing the Make America Great Again hat. <laughs> <laughs> and then the newer one with T'Challa. Yes. <laughs> yes, the Wakanda. The yeah. Wakanda, yeah. The, the yeah. commercial. Uh, the commercials. Are, these are sponsored by... Well done, meat. If there's any red, we're sending it back. <laughs> and well Sprite. <laughs> the, uh, when Sprite. did we become, yeah, when did we become, become the, the black, black drink? Or beverage. <laughs> <laughs> I do love that Sprite. <laughs> uh, and then I'll have uh, Undercover Boss, the Shark Killer Base. Or oh, no, oh, Star Killer Base. Star Killer Base. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I knew you were uh, Cairo Len when you said, hello, my name is Matt. <laughs> yeah. I knew he was Kylo Ren when he threw him through the vending machines. I knew it was Kylo Ren when he said, hello, my name is Matt. Uh, I can honorable mention, I have to go Bronx Beat uh, when they have the two ladies in the Bronx talking, and they bring out the babysitter, and it's... Uh, uh, I don't remember that one. Katy Perry. Uh, uh, wearing like an Elmo shirt that's cut like oh. right down to there, <laughs> and they're just hanging out and like <laughs> right <laughs> after the uh, Saturday or the Sesame Street. Yeah, uh, when uh-huh. you got kicked. Uh, yeah, Lady Sun, the Lazy Sunday, Schlitz Gay. Oh, uh, I about oh yeah. yeah, Schlitz Gay. Uh, the ambiguously was... gay duo. Yes, Ace and Gary. Uh, Hercules, when he comes back, oh, uh, Bill, Bill, Bill Murray, just fat Hercules, and he's like, okay, what are you going to do? How about you pick up this boulder? I'm like, I'm going to stretch first. It's, it's, it's completely misdubbed. Yeah, it's like an old uh, uh, 30s movie, Hercules movie. Uh, th- not this rock. This one's much too large. How about a smaller one? And then he hurts his back. Uh, and let's see what else I have here. I have all oh, uh, the Peyton Manning... Uh, uh, United Way United commercial. Way commercial. <laughs> Get your head in the game. I had forgotten all about that. He Did anyone say you could come out? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just pegging these kids with uh, with the football and then and then they're like hop like hot wiring a car. <laughs> Spend time with your, your family. So your kids. So, so Peyton, Peyton Manning, Manning doesn't have to. Is that your list? That's my list. Okay, Blake had some. He said he can't rank these. All 75. Yeah. Star Wars editions with Kevin Spacey. Uh, NPR Delicious Dish uh, uh, with the sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. Sweaty balls. Point Counterpoint with An- uh, Dan Aykroyd and uh, Jane, Jane Curtin. Curtin. Which Jane, funny. you ignorant slut. <laughs> Consumer Products, Aykroyd with the Christmas bag of glass. Oh, the other one I forgot was actually Bassomatic. Yeah, yeah, with the bass. And that's, the, that's first season, and they had no idea what they were doing. No. They actually... Yeah. Like we'll find a bass in a blender. <laughs> uh, White like me with Eddie Murphy. Yeah, uh, Mr. Robinson's neighborhood with Eddie Murphy. Celebrity Jeopardy. Uh, Wayne's World with M- the Madonna fantasy. Uh, <laughs> Justified my love. <laughs> Buckwheat the songs and who shot him. Look and Pona. Look and Pona. Men synchronized swimming. Short and guest. You are correct. Uh, behind the music, Blue Oyster Cult with the cowbell. More cowbell. 
Uh, the Continental with uh, with Walken. That's, that's the Colonel Angus. I think it is actually. Isn't it the Continental? Well, I, thought, I thought that was called. Uh, no. What's the Continental then? Because I'm not. Oh sure. no! Um, that's when uh, Walken is the creepy one that won't let the people leave. The date. It's the first person uh, view. Oh, I don't remember this. Uh, one. Because that's also Besotted Geeks number five. Uh, yeah. uh, well. Also, um, he also had Caveman Lawyer. So there you go. Unfrozen I, Caveman Lawyer. I was never a fan of that one. Uh, let's see. Besides a geek. I so kind of like the Unfrozen Caveman Lawyer, uh, Frankenstein, and... Uh, <laughs> Singing Christmas. And Tonto. <laughs> Sing. Uh, Besides a geek had the, uh, any walk in the Continental. Uh, any Celebrity Jeopardy was Sean Connery. Canteen Boy. The Chippendale Audition. And Schmitz, uh, Schlitz Gay Beer Commercial was number one. Uh, Hunter McAllister. Oh, boy. Hello, I'm Hunter McAllister. The one, and if there is one, where they make fun of Democrats, Fernando, uh, Fernando, Piscopo, uh, Fernando, yeah. Piscopo Sinatra, Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood, Mango, and Mr. Peepers. I know how to hobby dick. Uh, the one where they make fun of Democrats would be the uh, election one after oh. Trump won, yes. and it was Chappelle and Chris Rock were on. This and is that, the worst thing that ever happened to our country. <laughs> really? <laughs> and the, 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 the white people are just going off about how bad it is. Now this is the worst ever. And then <laughs> Chappelle and uh, Rock, Rock are just kind of laughing at him and looking at him. <laughs> how did we? How were we so wrong? I can tell you. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Kevin uh, since the Explorer had Meet Your Second Wife. I don't remember that one. Uh, Celebrity Jeopardy. Uh, the Cowbell. Uh, he had Sarah Palin and Hillary Clinton at number two. That was a pretty funny one when they had the uh, press conference. And number one, Church Lady. Church Lady. Isn't that special? Satan! Shauna Pittsburgh Nerd had Eddie Murphy as Mr. Robinson. Bill Murray as Nick the Lounge Singer. That was pretty good. Star Wars. Celebrity Jeopardy with Sean about Connery. Star Wars. The Cowbell. More Cowbell. And number one, the Coneheads. I was never a big fan. Well, the problem with the Coneheads, any of the skits that were decent got ruined by that awful movie. Uh, oh, the movie was terrible. Uh, yeah, the, this, I remember loving so, the Coneheads and then going back and watching them. They didn't. The consuming mass beverages. Oh, consuming mass quantities yeah, mass, and mass quantities. chicken embryos. Yeah. And... Uh, Brian Hackney. We are from France. <laughs> oh, Brian, let me help you here. Uh, number five, Chippendales. Uh, number four, Behind the Music, Boys or Oyster Cult. That's the one with more cowbell. That's more cowbell. Shreddy Balls. Number two, Space infin- uh, Infinite Frontier with Harry Carey, you bastard. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one, Matt Foley. Uh, and then honorable mention, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. Oh, that was what the Odyssey Cafe. I don't know which one. The cheeseburger. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. I think it's what it was, it was called, the Odyssey oh. Cafe. Because he was a Greek. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, church lady. He had Dick in a Box and Debbie Downer. Who was that? Brian, uh, Brian Hackney. Oh, that was still honorable mentions. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see, Carolyn. Your sister had more cowbell. Blues to recall. First appearance of Matt Foley. Uh, Schoolhouse Rock Bill Executive Order. That one's pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood and the Assassination of Buckwheat. Because I'm an executive order and I just am. <laughs> uh, we have two left here. Dab! The. <sighs> Had Chippendale's audition and uh, Bill Sorzerski's Super Fans. 
Oh, he hobied that. The bears. The bears, the bears, the bears. Doubles, doubles, doubles. Uh, Zygots Couple and Celebrity Jeopardy. Uh, Matt Foley, motivational speaker, along with Deep Thoughts with Jack Handy. Uh, number two, Weekend Update and Delicious Dish. And Sweaty number one. Balls. I just I smell so Your balls smell so good. <laughs> uh, number one, he had Wayne's World, The Continental, More Cowbell, and Short Shorts for the USA. Oh, that's probably Will Ferrell when he's the patriotic one. Yep. Oh, God, I've gotten sick now. Uh, honorable mention, The Ladies' Man, El Nino, Nino, uh, any Harry Carey skit, James Brown Celebrity Hot Tub Party. <laughs> oh, my God, that's an old one. Ow, too hot in the hot tub. <laughs> I made this a top, top 12 list. Fight me. I okay. I fight you. I was, I was happy to. Put up my dukes. Uh, Jared Mills. He had Farley and Swayze as Chippendale dancers. Uh, uh, the Rock and Chris Kattan as Mr. and uh, Mr. and Papa Peepers. Stop it, Jeff. Nothing with Chris Kattan is worthwhile. Most weekend updates. Every celebrity Jeopardy and number one, the Blue Oyster Cult, more cowbell. So there you go. Uh, that is your Hobie episode two thirty eight, the Saturday Night Live one. That was a fun one. I like that. Uh, let's see here, bad idea of the week. Uh, number uh, 257, Outlong Straws. Just for you, Jeff. Thank I you. I stand united. Yes. Solidarity, brother. Roger says goodbye. Goodbye. Addendum. I only had three. I didn't write any down. Oh. I had Matthew Modine, Utility Man. I had The More You Know. Do, do, do. And a third Tron? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I had Brian Ricochet. Oh, I forgot about Brian. Is that with a wire and eye? I have it with an eye, but... Uh, okay. Uh, well, since you're useless, dot, dot, dot... <laughs> Uh, move on with your life. I don't remember what that referred to, <laughs> okay. but it was funny at the time. We could probably all talk about that. Well, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. We could. Uh, you were reading one of the. Uh, oh yeah. Things. People thought it was this. It wasn't. It <laughs> and then this and this. It, it wasn't. That's where I wrote that down. Uh, Riverdale gets cancer. <laughs> uh, brain impediment. And crowdfunding my YouTube red. <laughs> I like Riverdale gets cancer. I'm not putting Riverdale gets cancer. How dare you? <laughs> Riverdale gets cancer. No. <laughs> okay, Jason has a brain impediment. <laughs> brain impediment? I'll, t- I'll take that. Brain impediment. Brain impediment? It wasn't. It wasn't? <laughs> Just brain impediment's fine. Unless there's something else you like better. I like how it went from a speech impediment, which was one title, and now it's brain impediment. Good job, guys. I also like Riverdale gets cancer. Change approved. You've been listening to Hobie!